and is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. So on today's episode of The Gauss Revolution, we got marriage winning. Winning! Winning! Some crazy Republicans saying some jiggery-pokery shit. Ah! Antonin! Oh yeah. And Satanic Temple has a victory, in a way. Yes, they do. Oklahoma people's got to take them down to the ten things. Oh yeah. Plus many more on today's episode. Yay! Yeah. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. not touch- also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. You're done. You're done. Obama! Obama! Oh, I was going to say, I'm not going to do it this week. <laughs> I do that. I do that like every time we play it. I was like, I'm not going to do it this week. Like you said earlier, it's hard not to do it. <laughs> Obama! So, uh, welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm Ryan Duffy. And we are without Mr. Miat this evening. Just two tonight. He's off doing some camping somewhere. I know, and usually that's my job to go camping. It'll be my job the tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Yeah, but you'll be back for the show. Yes. My my habit is going camping for like the week. <laughs> for a for a week or more <laughs> and being completely incommunicado. Yeah. Away from all of the things. That's that's the way to do it though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the time to go camping and get out of doors and pack up all of your shit, you should get as far away from humanity as you can. Technology. Yeah. Leave all that shit behind, man. That's one reason why I don't like wearing watches, because I got into the thing of, like, when I would go camping or go place, I'm like, it all stays in the car, no watches, I don't give a fuck what time it is, everything's gone. I'm like, I kind of like not having to know what time it is or being. Yeah. Now I just got a phone I can never put down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll be tracy and i and some friends are going to uh moab yeah. tomorrow gonna do some white water rafting in the west water area i love moab you know me too i like it very much we usually go down there at least twice a year <clears throat> we go down there once for a rafting trip and once for the moab pride festival which is yeah. also pretty fun what they do that in like october they do it late for some reason uh, don't it's they? like september september yeah like the end of september probably because it's way too hot this time of year to have a pride oh, fest going yeah. down through moab yeah it's it's balls out hot there yeah like you have to leave your balls out, or they'll just oh yeah melt into a puddle in your drawers. And then you got to make sure to <laughs> lather your balls, or else they just dry out in that hot, dry heat. I powder them. Yeah, that works too. What do you lather them with? I don't know. I was just thinking of something to keep them moist, so they don't dry <laughs> out. Oh, they're plenty moist. They're plenty moist, man. If you're drinking enough and sweating, anyway. True. Um, yeah, we're gonna be doing some rafting. It's a we start. You know, they, they pick us up at the hotel, haul us and all of our shit way up into the western part of the river, the Colorado, 
and we float for half a day, get out, have lunch, float for another half a day, get out, set up camp, camp overnight, yeah. get up in the morning, they feed us breakfast, get on the river, raft for another half day, get out, have lunch, get back in the water, and raft until the pull-out area, and then they take us back to the hotel, and we pass out for a couple of days, I think. <laughs> actually, we'll probably be drinking heavily. Yeah, I, so. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I'd, I'd actually looked at a trip down there in Moab where it was a five-day trip where you go down the entire, you hit the Colorado and the Snake River, mm-hmm. and when you get to the end, they take you up, back up to the top in either a helicopter or airplane. Yeah. I'm like, that would be badass. Yeah, that one, that one sounds very fun also. Uh, there was, there was some convincing that had to happen to get Tracy to go on an overnight trip. <clears throat> Jesus, sorry, my voice is a little, a little strained tonight. Sometimes puberty comes late. Yeah. Yeah, I sometimes feel like Bobby Brady <laughs> and then I get to talking and, uh, no, it's just really dry or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, there were, we had to convince her that going, Going overnight and camping would be a okay, and now she's really excited. So we we bought all the things. We bought oh, yeah. we bought new life jackets and tents and pillows, and I already had sleeping bags. But yeah, we got we got all kinds of fancy like river rafting stuff and clothes and hats, and I'm pretty excited. Sounds fun. I'm very 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 much looking forward to it. <laughs> We still have to pack everything up and drive down there tomorrow. Yeah. It should be a very good time. Yeah. Gotta go get some more boosts. Um, so there were some really exciting things that happened in the news over the last week. Yeah. So we, so we record on Wednesdays. Yes. Release it on Thursday. And I got up Thursday and they announced some things, some decisions from the Supreme Court and the the decision on marriage equality was not among them and i thought oh okay that's fine i guess maybe tomorrow they will do it um i believe thursday they announced uh the bit about uh, affordable Obama care, care. yeah yeah the the affordable care act sticking around and people able to use federal subsidies in order to qualify and and get into the program i mean the affordable care act is a better record than most sports teams it's yeah. gone it's gone like sixty and oh. Yeah. Yeah. How many times now have they voted to try to get rid of it in fucking Congress? Last I looked, it was in the fifties. In the House. And then yeah. It's and, like And that was a while ago. Yeah. Come on guys, you've you've got other things you can be doing, other problems you can be solving. Um not that this is even a problem that needs no. to be solved. They're just wasting. I mean it could time. use improvement, but it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, did you did you happen to listen to the Mark Maron podcast with Obama on there? Yes, that was really I, really great. I did like it. I liked it a lot because I liked it. it. It made him. It humanized him. Oh, in yeah. a way that you don't normally get from a president. Yeah, it was a very humanizing episode, and and Mark Maron was just. I mean, you could tell he was just shitting shitting himself. <laughs> he was so excited and happy about it, like. The greatest moment of his life ever. Yeah, where, where he does a little intro things like, Secret Service has been blocking the street. My neighbors hate me. So it's just like, oh my God, <laughs> President Obama will be coming into my room any second now. I can't believe this. I could just picture him like vibrating on his chair. <laughs> He's so excited about it. I mean, how excited would you be if he sat down with us? <laughs> Not that he would, but that'd be insane. He, I, I would really like that. He just, I, I liked that he just seemed like totally down to earth. Like, yeah. 
Well, and then I listened to the the follow up podcast from Mark Marin. That's like the after the president came on the podcast. Oh, okay, I didn't listen to that one. And yeah, that was that was also really good because they talked more about some of the preparation that went into it and some of Mark's neuroses and <laughs> things he was worried about and and how he and his producer worked together and and how it all kind of came together and was a thing and and that was also really cool because they talked about you know just how you know, excited Mark was to have him on there. And then the president gets there and he's like, and then it's just like, you know, he's, he's flesh and blood and he's a guy. Yeah. He's, he's just a dude. He's here in my garage doing the podcast yeah. with me. He's just, you know, it's, it, it was just, it was strange that it's, you know, he's, he's a guy, he's just a regular guy who happens to, you know, be the most powerful man on the, on the planet, <laughs> you know, and he's leader of the free world. Yeah. And, and, but he's just, you know, he's very, very nice and, and, and handles himself very well. And, you know, had, had ready answers for everything. And it's, and that, that was one thing I do wonder is if he was only allowed to ask him certain questions or if it was, if it was just a spitball session where it's kind of like, Hey, you can talk about whatever. Hey, stay away from this topic. Stay away from this topic. No. Yeah. He said it was just totally spitball. Like he, he he talked about you know the types of things that he wanted to ask him and that yeah. he wanted it to be a you know a Mark Marin interview where he just kind of go with it where he where he tries to you know get people a little bit out of their comfort zone and just just you know I, but but get them relaxed where they can just talk you know yeah, yeah. to where they are just people that he's yeah. having a conversation cuz i think mark was out of his comfort zone Oh yeah. Well, he talked about that. He's like, he's like, you know, and it was, it was kind of funny because the president, you know, the, the roles were kind of flipped and the player and the president was the one who, you know, kind of went out of his way to make me feel more calm and feel better about the whole thing. And he's like, it was just kind of weird the, the way that whole thing worked out. It's, I mean, I think it's, it's, I think it's really cool that he did it. And I think it's crazy that the only thing people really criticized him for was using the N word, which is stupid. It is. I, I heard that people were criticizing him. I, I didn't read any articles or see anybody doing it personally. So I don't, I don't even know what, what kind of criticisms There's they like, had oh, for it. Did you hear the president? Uh, There's all headlines the next day after it was president uses N word. President says N word on, on air. It's like, and yeah, it's a word. Yeah. <sighs> uh, he's kind of allowed to say it. I mean, not like he called anybody by the N word. He just well, yeah. It's not like it's not like he used it in a pejorative in a sense. Yeah. It was just it was you know in context in context it was they're talking about race issues. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it, it. It wasn't like he was you know saying to Mark, "Hey, you, you know, what's up?" My, you know, I mean, <laughs> My, it, was, it wasn't anything <laughs> like that. It wasn't it wasn't in a pejorative sense. It was it was completely in context. Yeah, an appropriate thing to say. I don't know why everybody got so nicker-nodded about it. They had to find something to go after it. And I'm surprised they didn't go, because I know he he bashed Fox News a little bit in it. Oh, like, he like should. Normal. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't take that up and go and run with that. He should be bashing uh, on the Fox News, because, you know. There are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. <laughs> I saw you grab them. Like, oh wait! <laughs> I still just fucking love that. I I need to set that on my phone as a ringtone or something again. I could set it for a certain member of my family, probably several members of my family oh. actually, but one in particular that I happened to be on the phone with earlier this week, and Uh-oh. 
I was talking to them about my car. That was the other thing. Yeah. My car, I, so Sunday I was out in the yard doing the yard work, working on my trimming and edging and all the shit. And I have one of those, th- one of those power head things, right? It's the little gas powered thing yeah. where you can change out the tools at the end of it okay, so you can yep. have, you know, the blower or the trimmer or the edger or the little tilling machine and the pole saw, whatever at the end of this thing, right? And it's like the third one I've had. And after so long, they just fucking die. You know, they're just, they're, yeah, they wear out. They're not built to last. They're gas powered, loud, noisy, smelly fucking things that. So when this one died, I was like, okay, fuck it. And it was in the middle of doing it. It was in the middle of doing the yard. You can't leave it half done. Yeah. I was like, fuck, now I got to go get something. This time, rather than getting a gas thing, I'm thinking to myself, okay, battery technology and all that has come a long way since I bought this thing. I'll, I'll go battery this time. That way I don't have to worry about the gas and the oil and the, the noise mm-hmm. and all of that horse shit. I can just charge up. I don't have to, there's no maintenance other yeah. than charging a fucking yep. battery, right? So I go to Lowe's, go in, look at everything, try everything out, pick everything up, play with it. And I'm in there for about an hour or so. And, 400 some odd dollars later walk out of the store <laughs> with my shit and I'm walking over to the car really really bright sunny day and I just noticed that on the driver's side of my car like the whole driver's side is like rippled it's like got waves in it and and ripples in the metal and I was like what the fuck and I'm thinking you know is this some kind of trick of the light or whatever because my car was really clean <laughs> a, a and mirage? shiny and you know it, it and it was so clean and shiny because I took it to this place and had a great, uh, detail, detail done. Thank you. And I thought maybe it's just a trick of the light, right? Maybe it's yeah. the car next to it is whatever. And I get closer and no, some, <clears throat> some asshole hit my car and swiped down the entire driver's side of my car, scraped the fuck out of it and stretched the metal. And that's why it looked wavy because. It's not just like a surface scratch. Yeah. It's like the whole thing is fucking stretched and scratched. And so this is probably a bigger truck with a heavy metal bumper on it. I'm probably, guessing. probably something like that. And so then I look on the windshield. No note. Yeah. Look inside to see if maybe they stuck it in a window or something. Nothing. Went inside. You know. Told the told the people at the customer service desk that it had, that it had happened. Asked if they could look at their cameras to yeah. see if they can identify they can't tell me they've got to talk to the insurance company or the police so then i go out and i call the police they come out really really nice uh officer in sandy uh came out and helped me and gave me a case took my statement went in and said he was going to talk to the store about reviewing the security tapes and everything uh of course it's sunday so the insurance company is closed i can't call them gotta call them monday anyway just a whole big fucking yeah. mess of shit. And I have a $1,000 deductible on whatever form of whatever fucking insurance, on my auto insurance. Yeah. There's collision and f- mm. liability. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I, I think they make it deliberately hard to claim. Well, and, <laughs> and deliberately like, it, you can't just say, I want insurance on my car, so if something fucks up on it, you'll fix it, right? Yeah. 
it's it's split into this and this, and then you have different limits on all of these different things. You know, so you you've got the two the two main categories, and then within within that, you have different limits that you can set on it, and that helps determine your ultimate raid. And it's like, fuck it, I just want you to cover all the shit yeah. that would happen wrong with my car. I understand there are mechanical problems that I will take care of, but if but my if car gets, gets hit up in or an if I crash or whatever, you fix this problem for me. <laughs> you know, like it, I think they make I it, have it. It's like it, it's like they make it as difficult as possible, or so that they can get as much money out of you as possible. Or and I mean, now oh, that yeah. I'm thinking of it, I'm sure somebody's going to say, "No, it's so that some people can save more money than other people," and blah blah blah. Okay, no, fine, it's, sure. It's, it's the ultimate goal of the insurance company not have to pay you a dime if you do get into an accident. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so I post about it out on Facebook, and then, of course, you got people saying, oh, well, you should never have your thing lower than this amount and that amount, and it's like, okay, well, thanks, you know, now Captain shit on my shitty day again, <laughs> like, of course, criticize me because I didn't have my, you know, deductible where you personally think it should no. be, and then go, you should go the extra mile and say that, you know, the difference in cost is negligible. No, it fucking isn't. If it was negligible, I would have gotten yeah. the one with the lower deductible. Obviously. Um, yeah. So people just being shitty. Yeah. I had a shitty fucking weekend, and then people come and shit on me more. People stop shitting on Dan. Shitting shitters, man. <laughs> and I try to be nice and diplomatic. And sometimes I just want to say, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're okay. And fuck you. <laughs> Well, I know I didn't say anything bad on it. No, you didn't say anything at all. No, I don't. I don't. I, 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 I don't say a whole lot on Facebook. I'm a. I'm like a a Facebook observer. I just yeah. see what's going on. You're a lurker. Facebook. Yeah, I just observe what's going on. Once I get in a while, that. I post something. Yeah. yeah, I get that. And and you know, I'm I'm. If you're listening to the show and you were one of the people who made a shitty comment like that. <laughs> Don't think I'm picking on you. I I I just had a shitty day. I'm excited to leave tomorrow. I'm not I'm not saying you're a horrible person or anything. There and I'm sure you. Well, I can't be sure that you didn't mean to be a huge fucking. It's flapping. They probably did flapping douchebag. <laughs> but you know there there are ways that you can communicate with people that can be while still direct, more diplomatic, or nice. And sometimes people don't do that. I don't do that a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, and I've, and I've told people, you know, they're like, well, that didn't seem very nice the way you said that. And I'm like, well, I don't have to use flowery language. Like, you know, well, I can't control somebody else's feelings. And I'm not saying anybody else should control yeah. mine either. I'm just telling you what my reaction was and why. And well, especially on this show here, we don't always try to be nice to people. No, fuck people. <laughs> I, I know. But I don't see how you could be so upset this weekend. When there was so much pot- positivity, Hot, there was so much on the Friday. <laughs> there was I, I just Friday. So so Thursday we were talking about the Obamacare. Yep. I fucking sidetracked us. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Friday I get up and I'm doing my thing in my office upstairs, and I'm working away, and I've just kind of got my I've got CNN on yeah. in the background. And I've got my tweet deck thing up on my, on my screen. And so I'm, you know, just kind of glancing over every now and then and I'm listening to CNN and, and then, uh, they do that little breaking news, uh, you know, whoosh, 
and do 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 do. It's today. We have some exciting news coming in. It, 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 yes, it, it appears that, oh yes, we are, we are confirming that the Supreme Court has issued their ruling. And so I wheel around and I start seeing all the tweets and it's like, you know, right away, SCOTUS affirms, uh, right for same sex couples yep. to marry. And, you know, so I waited for a few of those and I was like, fuck yes. And so then I go out and I click on the links and I scan through the articles real quick and I get on the Facebooks and decide it's time for me to take a break. It's nine <laughs> o'clock. Fine. Fucking. And yeah. And then just the whole day, I just, I sat in my office, you know, in between work and then on breaks, just with this shit eating grin on my yeah. face. Like I couldn't help myself. I was just, I was, overjoyed and overwhelmed with just a feeling of happiness and and satisfaction and then as soon as i started seeing other things about republican responses to it it was it was de- it was enjoying all of the de- all of the delicious delicious schadenfreude and and republican the, tears their their frothiness oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was overall Friday yeah. was just a banner day. It was awesome. Yeah, I was actually, cause it was eight o'clock in the morning when SCOTUS gives their, started their ruling. And I was laying in bed and I had on the, uh, SCOTUS blog, where the guy's live blogging from mm-hmm. there. And, and it comes out and it comes across the thing. It's like, it said five, four, uh, for it. And I'm like, it didn't say four, like it won. It's like five, four. And it said something else. I'm like, what, the, well, what the fuck does that mean? And finally, a couple more things, you know. You just, you just sounded like Obama. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Oh, I'm here to tell you. (laughs) Luckily, someone on there did tell me, so I'm like, oh, fucking A, right, they won. And it, well, it's kind of like, I, I, I knew it was going to happen. Then the back of your mind was always that, well, someone could come in there and just fuck up this whole thing. And they could be just stupid about this and go with the state's rights thing, which shouldn't be a state, right? When you got federal issues on the line. I don't understand how anybody with with any well and i think that's probably it i was going to say i don't understand how anybody with any decent understanding of civics and how the united states constitution and our government works can say that this should be a states rights issue obviously there's really fucking ignorant cuz they think scotus passed a law as well yeah <clears throat> yeah this is this is not a states rights issue states rights are not decided Civil rights are not decided on a state-by-state state state, level. Yeah. We should never have to fucking vote on civil rights. This isn't, this isn't something that you can say, well, these people are real people, and I would like to be able to vote on what they can and cannot do yeah. as a human being. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, the, the 14th Amendment guarantees that this is not a state's fucking yeah. issue. A state has a right to decide their own liquor laws. A state has the right to decide their own highway speeds. A state has their own right to decide smoking ages, how many bars you can have in a town. That's what a state has the right to do. Yeah. Not say the black and white people can't get married, or the gay people can't get married, or the black people can't attend schools, or anything to do with a person's basic civil rights. Especially when other states are codifying laws you know, you, you have, uh, same sex marriage passed in so many other states. And then to say that, well, it may be valid while they live in that state, but if they come to my yeah. state, I will tell them to go fuck themselves. Which is, which is why it got, well, it's actually probably good they did it because that brought the whole fight even faster coming to the Supreme Court. Well, yeah, that's giving them because it was federally, it was recognized federally. So on the federal level. So that's why it's not just a state issue because marriage is not just between 
a state and the person. It's state and federal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta kinda hand it to a lot of the bigots for having this, this snowball effect or, or putting so many things into place that created a snowball effect where they passed bigoted laws where if they had just left things the way they were, this would have taken a lot more time. Yeah. But they put the pressure on. They're the ones who turned up the heat on the gay community and supporters of the gay community to say, we're not just going to not recognize your rights. We're going to actively seek to deny you rights. Yeah. We're going to actively say that you cannot do something. Not just, oh, well, we're not going to participate. If you want, whatever, you know, that's cool. Do your thing or I don't want any part of it. No, they, they sought to actively deny people their, their basic civil rights. And because of that, and because they, they did things like here in Utah with Amendment 3, yep. where they made yep. it, they made it part of the state constitution that people of the same sex could not be married. That then put that up for federal review because it came, because they put it in the state constitution. Yeah. They could have just made it an ordinance. They could have just, you know, done whatever, but they made it an actual part of the state constitution, which then falls under federal review to make sure that the part of the state constitution you have just changed is not, is not out of line with the federal yeah. constitution because the federal constitution trumps, trumps, state constitution. trumps state's constitution. So because they chose to go the extra mile of being such fucking assholes, they, 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 they cut their own throats. Yeah. I mean, they, they're the ones that drove this to happen so much faster. And even with that, I've heard so many other people do the whole line of, well, now the federal government is becoming this big entity. We can't stop it. They're taking over all of our, our states, you know, issues and they're deciding <laughs> for us what we can and can't do. It's like, no, you motherfucker. The, 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 they've always been above. The federal government is the highest government. Yeah. And, and what part you are below <laughs> and what part of the United States, states of America do they not fucking understand? It's, if you, yeah, you live in your state, but you are still part of the United, United States. States of America. We're not, this isn't, you, this isn't Europe. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. You don't live in a sovereign fucking state. You don't belong to your own little country. And then people that argue states' rights, it's like, well, there's so much diversity of, of people and populations and we should leave these things to the states because Fuck you know, no. Because you can, you can choose to live in whatever state you want, wherever, which is a stupid argument yeah. anyway. But then it's like, okay, well, why, why would you stop at the state level? Why would you say that this should be left up to states? I mean, if you're, if you want to say that the federal government can't come into your state and tell you what to do, what's to say that the state government can come into your county and tell your county yeah. what to do? And what's to say that the county can come into your city and tell your city what to do, or your city to come into your neighborhood, or your fucking neighborhood to come, come into, into your, your house. house? Like, that's a stupid fucking argument. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why why would you just stop at states' rights? It's because that's the only fucking buzzword that they ever yeah. hear is, well, the Republicans mentioned states' rights, and I don't agree with this decision, and that seems to fit with my yeah. worldview, and so I'm going to say that. And the federal government's taking away all of our, our religious liberties and our freedoms and everything else. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> nothing has been taken away from anybody. Yeah, Something you can, has you can been still, given. You can still hate gay people just yeah, as much yeah. as you ever did. But now they get to be married while you're hating them. And, you and your impotent rage. And once again, all the same arguments that were coming out when interracial marriage became law is coming out again. Mm -hmm. Except for now we have it on Twitter versus in a newspaper headline. Yeah. 
I mean, they all thought the world was going to come to an end. It was biblically wrong. Uh, they're going to... God gonna, shall pass his yeah. judgment. The end oh, is nigh. They, the end days are here. Yeah, they, can, they can't force our church to marry an interracial couple. That's just wrong. <laughs> we will never do that. I'm never going to do that. Yeah, all of those, all of the same tired, worn out, ridiculous mm-hmm. arguments. Gay marriage or, you know, miscegenation should be up to states, up to states' rights. And if yeah. we don't want black people marrying white people, then we should be able to say that. No, fucker, you can't say that. I mean, you know, you know, the groups outside the United States who, who do say things like that and who want to pass the same kinds of laws? ISIS? ISIS is one of them. All of the, all of the Islamic countries that choose to follow Sharia law, they you want- rail against? Yeah, the, the <laughs> same people that you think are, are evil. You've, you're, you people you're, fucking disgust me. It's no different. Yeah. You're, you, there was, oh, so, uh, I was looking at, uh, Mrs. Betty Bowers. Yeah. Page today on the Faces book and she, 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 Posted on Facebook something that she had tweeted and it was something like, oh, so it was something like, I'll never, I'll never agree with all the science I don't understand. (laughs) 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 And I thought that's perfect. It's, 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 it is, it's not that they know what the fuck they're even talking about. They don't understand at a basic and fundamental level what the fuck is going on, but still think that they should open their goddamn cake holes and say shit about it. They like opening their cake holes. And they, <laughs> they should stop. They should I mean, stop. Or just shove cake in the cake hole. As, like, as open it and just throw a piece of cake they, in They it. like opening their cake oh. hole as long as the cake wasn't forced to be cooked or baked for a gay couple. I mean, forcing <laughs> them to cook a cake for someone they don't like. So let's talk about that for a second, too. Because there's it's, a difference between providing a product and providing a service. Yes. You, you know, you, if you open your business... There are laws that you have to follow. Some of those laws are anti-discrimination laws. You yes. cannot, you, there are certain things that you cannot discriminate against a person for based on either their beliefs or views or your own beliefs or views, right? You can't, t- you can't deny somebody a bit of business because you're a Christian and they're an atheist. There are several ways around that. You can make up whatever fucking excuse you want. You yeah. can just say that the mess, you know, if, if they want to have atheist t-shirts printed, you can say, I don't agree with that message. So I don't want to, I don't feel comfortable printing. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable printing that. I disagree with the message, whatever you want to say. What you cannot say is I'm a Christian and you're an atheist. And so I will not do business with yeah. you. So there's still, I mean, you have miles and miles of fucking leeway on what you can still get away with because you're a big asshole but you do have to follow certain laws and Mm -hmm. and you have to conduct your business in such a way that you conform with those laws and you 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 can't you can't say that well i own my own business and so i don't have to i don't have to provide these things for everybody uh no you do yeah And, and like i say there's a difference between products and services yes if you're creating a product for somebody you cannot you you have much less leeway, yeah. I should say. You are not a participant in the activity. Yeah, you're not. You know, it, people who say, "Well, I don't want to bake a gay cake, or I don't want to make a cake for a gay wedding," because then that's me supporting gay marriage. No, it's not. It's you making a fucking cake. It's you doing the job that you wanted to do. Let's pretend that you had no idea who was getting married, 
you're still giving the same fucking thing. You're not being a, pre- you're not, you're not going to their wedding. You're not getting them presents. They're paying you yeah. for a product. Well, from the way I understood that initial lawsuit that happened a few years ago, that everybody was railing about was that's basically kind of what happened. The person didn't know who they're making the cake for. They had had agreed to make this cake ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It came time to get closer to the wedding. The, the baker found out it was for, uh, was it two? I can't remember if it was two men or two women. I just knew it was, uh, I think it was, was it women? I think I it was remember. women. I think I can't remember. So make, make a cake for a ass. couple and then find out that it's a homosexual couple. That's when she's like, uh, uh-uh, I will not make this cake for you. After they had already had it all lined up, it had been agreed upon. They were ready to go get this cake and everything was good to go. Finds out it's for a gay couple and says no. And that's horseshit. And the thing about that that kills me is you hear you hear people on the right say, oh, well, you know, that's just one person. That doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. This doesn't happen. You know, sure, it makes news because somebody decided to make a federal case of it, but that's not the norm. That doesn't happen to people all that all the time or all that often. You know what? It fucking does. The reason that we know about it is because somebody decided to say enough is enough. Um, you can't I, yeah. you can't bully me around and you can't deny me the same product that you that you provide to everybody yeah. else and that by law you're supposed to provide for me. So you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I have uh 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 well, of course I have tons and tons of gay friends, but um years ago, uh before marriage equality was even a thing here in Utah, <clears throat> I had uh, a couple friends who wanted to get married, and they, while it wasn't a legal marriage, they still got married at their, I think it was an Episcopalian church. Okay. And, you know, I attended the, I attended the ceremony and the, the reception afterward, and we all had a great time. It was, you know, it was a beautiful ceremony. Um, you know, I, I just was really, really happy for both of them, but in talking to them, uh, during the reception, it was like, wow, you know, this is awesome. We, you know, where did you get this awesome cake? And where did you get the decorations? And, you know, where did all this, all these things come from? And how did it all come together? And, and you know, they started telling me about all, you know, where they got things and who they went through. And, and I came to find out that they went to, it was at least two, two bakeries who told them that no, they would not make a cake for a gay couple. And I, and it was at least two. I think there may have been three before they found a bakery that I don't even know if by the time they had been turned down that many times that they just said, we just need a cake. Yeah. They didn't tell them what it was for or anything in order to get the cake. It's for, for a photo shoot. Just. Yeah. And, and actually, I, if I remember correctly, they said that, you know, the place that they did get the cake, they were, uh, supportive and, okay. and affirming and, 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 you know, we're happy to make a cake for a gay couple, but the other bakeries just turned them down flat because they were gay. And I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers, <laughs> which bakeries were these? And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. We don't, we don't want to cause a stink. It's fine. Yeah. You know, they're going to do their thing. That's fine. Whatever. And I'm like, no, no, you can't like that. Just that sets such a bad precedent yeah. and example and leaves other people open to have the same shit done to them that just happened to you. If, if, if somebody had gone to those businesses ahead of time before you and had made sure that through whatever actions they were going to take, whether it's suing the baker or whatever, that you wouldn't have had to face that same thing, waste your time, yeah. feel the humiliation and, and the sadness of being discriminated against for an immutable characteristic that you have 
that just by nature of who you are as a human being, they would say, fuck you. Yeah. Wouldn't you want somebody it's, to do that for you? And I think that too many people are just willing to lay down and, and take it like that. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's Well, and it's there are some people who are just non-confrontational, yeah. right? And they just, they, they want to live and let live and, and let other people do their thing. And I understand that. I mean, not everybody, not everybody is confrontational. Not everybody wants to raise a stink. It just, or, I, Sue. but me being me, yeah. I have a hard time understanding how somebody can be that way. I understand they're, I understand they exist. I know them. I love them. I think they're great people. I just couldn't ever do that because I, 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 I just would feel bad knowing that this may happen to somebody else. Oh yeah. And I could have maybe done something about it, but I'm choosing not to. And, but and, there are so many different variables that come into come into play there. I mean, you know, they they don't want to raise a stink. Maybe they're not out at work. They don't want to call undue attention to themselves. There's, I mean, there's a million different things yeah. that go into it. But you know, I'm speaking from a place of privilege where I would <laughs> do fuck worry those guys. Oh, if I can tell them to stick it. But I, I, <laughs> I know we've we've discussed the. I think we've discussed the baker before. But the the big question is. Why only that one part of the Bible are you worried about? Why not when someone walks in with the wrong kind of linen on, you go, no kick to find the Bible. Did and you get a haircut? Yeah. Did you uh, cut the hair of your temples? I might have. Have you eaten shellfish lately? Fuck. Ever? I, I, last week? How about your garden? What do you plant in your garden? Are you mixing those seeds in there? Well, do you have a fucking salsa garden going? Because if so, you're going straight to hell. I'm good on that one because my garden's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> just you know they they pick and choose they pick and choose what they want to believe they, and and what they want to follow their they that video you show well we'll have to play that the the video that you showed me oh, ahead of the podcast yeah, yeah i in listening to that lady i was like no fucking way is this like even it's, real it's, like i I'm, can't believe that there are people out there really like that like oh yeah losing her shit over this and she's not the only one that has been, I mean, we got, we got the Twitters. We can even bring that up right now while I'm trying to send this over there. Yeah. Are you putting it in the dock there? Yeah. I'm putting it in the dock, but we got all the crazy Republican tweets just going off and being completely all of the Republican response. Shit crazy. Yeah. Conservatives go unhinged on Twitter after a marriage equality decision. This is from bluenationreview.com. Uh, says conservatives are, are certainly having a terrible, no good, very bad week. The assault on Obamacare failed once again in the Supreme Court and marriage equality became the law of the land. So what is a social conservative to do in the wake of such defeats? Roll up their sleeves, crack their knuckles and do what they do best. Complain. <laughs> yeah. Curated for your maximum entertainment, here are some tweets from social conservatives reacting to the SCOTUS marriage equality ruling. Governor Abbott, saying Christians are under siege from the same-sex marriages they don't have to have. This is Greg Abbott of Texas. Quote, Marriage was defined by God. No man can redefine it. We will defend our religious beliefs. Hashtag TCOT. <laughs> <I've> always, <laughs> what is that Twitter conservative or the conservatives T-Cot? of Twitter or something like that? I don't know. And, so I, I see TCOT on there and I'm just like, asshole. That's the, my mind just <laughs> automatically translates it to I, that. I think teabag. <laughs> we have Brian Fisher saying, from a moral standpoint, 626 is now our 911. Are you fucking 
Sure, because there were 3,000 people that were murdered oh, yeah. that day. Yeah. I mean, all those sperms that got died in gay... <laughs> that got died? <laughs> I don't know. What were those little rainbow-colored sperms <laughs> <Yeah>. coming out? <laughs> Number two from Mr. Brian Fisher. June 26, 2015. The day the Twin Towers of Truth and Righteousness were blown up by moral jihadists. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian Fisher. You know what? I, we should take that and run with it. We should have t-shirts that say moral jihadists on it. <laughs> I don't know what the picture would be. Like, you have like, like the shirt you got right now have like moral jihadists, like moral on top, jihadists at the bottom, a picture in the middle of just, would it be I don't like, know. would it be like, I don't know, like, like a couple of crosses kind of in a, in a building shape with like giant penises flying into them or i say we have it say moral jihadist then in the middle you got uh uh king kong not king kong uh <laughs> godzilla yeah. godzilla pushing the two crosses over <laughs> <laughs> maybe king kong scaling one of them yeah I don't know, holding hostage holding brian fisher in his hand hostage <laughs> <laughs> so you t-shirt makers out there make this t-shirt for us you you got our brains in your hands blown up by moral jihadists <laughs> well and so june 26th is is kind of a big day right it's when i believe windsor yes. was announced uh doma was shot down doma was shot down and now the now the same sex yes marriage victory in so the I, I do wonder if scotus did that on purpose like well friday will mark I think the anniversary it, I think so they that's probably why, that's why that. they didn't do it previously because i kind of thought it was a big one either it's gonna be right at the beginning or right at the end yeah it's, it was the one that everybody's looking forward to. So that's why I was like, they well, yeah, after, after they didn't oh. do it on Thursday, I thought, oh, okay, be Monday. They'll, they'll do it Monday then. Yeah. yeah. And so I had a bunch of other shit going on. And it, I was, so while I was elated and thrilled and, and wonderfully happy all day long about all of this, I was sad that I had to miss all of the evening celebrations and, and parties and shit. But I went. Yeah. It was hot as fuck out there at the park. <laughs> Hot as fuck. I think everybody thought I was crying, but I was just trying to wipe the sweat out of my eyeballs. <laughs> Look, Brian's over. Ryan's overcome with with emotion. You don't ever see this much emotion from him. I mean, I don't cry much in public, but some of those things people were saying were kind of weepy eye. Oh yeah, yeah. I I've gotten weepy eyed listening to Mark talk before. Yeah. Uh, from Governor Mike Huckabee. I'd is prefer- he a governor anymore? I don't think he is. Is he? Is he still just using that? He's just using that. Yeah. That governor, Mike Fuckabee. We, we must, we must resist and reject judicial tyranny, not retreat. And I got a video of his too in one of these things. That's pretty good. He's just such a bloviating dickhead. I can't, there, oh, he makes me so angry so the the thing about the scotus decision decision i haven't had that much to drink yet no you haven't had half of one yeah (laughs) so the thing about the scotus decision that that i was actually surprised by was how close a vote it was oh yeah i thought for sure that there's no way that it could come in under six three i figure six three was the starting point and I thought, you know, it might yeah. even come in at seven too. I didn't think they were going to get seven, but I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking six. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought for sure Roberts would not want his name going down in the history books as a, being that fucking guy. Yeah, I was but wrong. He did. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew for sure Scalia would vote against it. Yeah, because the Affordable Care Act had six votes for. Yeah, 
and that I thought would. So I knew I knew for a fact Scalia would never vote for it. Yep. So he was definitely going to be one of the no's. And then I thought, you know, maybe maybe Alito, maybe maybe he would side with the, the with the people on the right side of history. And then I thought maybe maybe Thomas. Yeah. The black man who He's very I saw before they even had the thing with, who with is him married, preaching at colleges, he wasn't gonna go. Well, who for is it. married to a white woman whose marriage was illegal yeah. until a Supreme Court decision reversed that. That maybe he would pull his head out of his enormous ass. Say, if it wasn't for people before me fighting like these people are, I wouldn't be able to marry my wife. Right. Maybe he really fucking hates his wife. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I thought maybe Alito, maybe Thomas. I thought for sure Roberts would have voted the other way. Uh, but I knew Scalia. I, I, I would have been. The only thing better than the decision coming out would, of course, been a uh, you know more votes for it. Yeah. But the the greatest thing ever, I think, would have been everybody except Scalia voting for it. <laughs> like you're your own little <laughs> asshole island. In eight one. <laughs> <sighs> that would have been awesome. I, it w- would have been awesome to see a sweep, but you know. And then just have happen. him like. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what what was the final decision on Doma? How close was that? I can't remember how close that one was even. Uh, I don't remember what the vote on Doma was. Let's look it up here on the interwebs. The interwebs. The Googles has everything that we need. The Doma, Doma decision. decision was five to four. Wow. So it was the same. Hmm. I am guessing it was probably the, the same, same. The same people voting yep. on either side. Let's see. There's another... Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, it was the same. Same yep. vote breakdown. Dissenting, uh, dissenting. Hmm. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I... Like I said, I thought maybe Alito, mm-hmm. maybe Thomas, but apparently not. There's there's some hardcore Bible thumping. You know, well, and that's the other thing that kills me, is that they should know. They should know that their religious beliefs should should play Stay absolutely no fucking part yes in their in their decisions on what constitutes our laws right we're set up as a secular government or should be yeah. i mean that that was the intent of but of the framers but it's not working that way nowadays i think it still is but you have you have people like david barton leading the charge against you know, it's this revisionist history. Yeah. It's this revisionist history with, with people like David Barton and Mike Huckabee and Rick Santorum, you know, the, the ultra right wing of the ultra right wing, just, just not paying attention at all to what actually happened in history and what, you know, the, the actual words in the constitution and, and, and the intent behind them and just saying, nope. God wouldn't want it, so therefore yeah. you can't be right. Well, I know what they meant. I know what they they were interpreting this from the Bible, and the Bible says this. I mean, they 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 read everything and look at everything with Bible tinted glasses. Yeah, they don't they don't look at it objectively. It's what would God say and do, and then Let's how do does that. this how does the how do yeah. I need to alter the world around me in order to fit within that framework? Yeah. Makes me angry. You should be able to find that crazy lady now if you want to play that because it is it is quite humorous. Oh yeah, yes it is. I'm it's, gonna so I I want to open this up and we'll 
I'll pause it. Okay. And we can comment. Okay. As we're going through this, cause, cause it's fucking nuts. I couldn't, I honestly didn't think <laughs> just this <laughs> picture, picture of her face. <laughs> so you pulled this from queerty.com. Uh, Christian extremist records herself imploding over marriage equality in must see video. As I says, must see. Let's take a look at it. This is from Ellettsville, mm-hmm. Ill- Ellettsville, Indiana resident Becky Wegner Rommel. Let's uh, listen to what she has to say about things. I'm cleaning, and this is a really sad day for me today. And it's a very sad day her dog died. for a lot of Christ. So, she obviously didn't get into her barber. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> followers. Because today, our government decided that everything that God created his church to be, as man, as woman, Adam and Eve. Which church is she talking about? I don't know. And she needs to prove that this God exists in the first place, and I laid down these laws and you know, created this country. You know, which God is she referring to, and which church is she talking about? I'm going to wager she's not talking about the God of Abraham. She, No, she is, I'm sure, because she mentioned Adam and Eve. Oh, me, oh well, so. Islam. <laughs> I was going with that side oh, of Abrahamic right, right, religions. Right. Yeah. Not the not the God of Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. Five justices decided that God was wrong. No, they didn't. No. They didn't talk about God at all. No. And when has God ever been right? <laughs> Never, because he doesn't fucking exist. I so. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't understand what she means by five justices decided God was wrong. And these are all Christian justices. Yes. What? God damn it. And now, now is the time that Christians have a voice. Yeah, because, you know, uh, 70, what is it, 76% majority in the United States of Christians never had a fucking voice before. No, they've they've been silenced for quite some time now. I mean, it wasn't until, you know, the year 2000 fucking 15 that gay people now have a right to vote, but Christians now have a voice. Yeah. Ugh. You know, I hear a lot of people say, you know, you Christians, you know, you're not into the times. You're not, you're not into times. You know, you gotta get, it's 2015. Ah. God did not change. His word is truth. Your word isn't truth. My word isn't truth. Great, then we can stop there until you shut the fuck up. (laughs) So is, is, is the earth still flat? Uh, right. Who no? Wait, no. Plants grow without sun. I love how I love how she says, "You know, your word isn't the truth. My word isn't isn't the the truth. truth. Why the fuck are you talking? Then just shut your fucking mouth, lady." God's word is truth, and God says that marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't. Where where does God say that? Where does God say that marriage is between a man and a woman? Instructions on how much a wife is worth. Uh, he uh, rules he, about there, raping and marrying. Yeah, there, there are rules that if you rape somebody and you're caught, you have to marry her after you pay for her, of course. Yeah, but nothing about who you are allowed to marry. Yeah, just no. just rules on rape and how much they're worth and value of mm-hmm. your property. Yeah. I don't care if you think I'm judging you. The fact. <laughs> Ah, okay. She doesn't care if we think she's judging people when I'm pretty sure it says in the Bible that you, you should judge people it. because yeah. that's God's job. But God's word doesn't True. change. Yeah, so since God obviously can't tell us, 
Uh, She's got to tell us for us. <laughs> She's God's interpreter. Yeah. With a shitty hairdo and a giant fucking mouth. Oh, yeah. She's been in some alleys. <laughs> she's, she's been in some alleys. Oh, back alleys, five bucks. <laughs> oh, God. She looks, yeah, she's been, she's been ridden hard and put away wet. <laughs> that is the God of the universe. He is the truth. Jesus Christ, not Muhammad. Okay? It's just like these Islamic extremists. Extremists. I have a lot of extremists. Uh, most of them are extreme things I would like to do before I die on my Give myself list. a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things on my extreme list. <laughs> Get lessons from Ron Jeremy. Extremists. Okay, they're not just extremists. They're Islamic. <laughs> Islamic. Extreme, extremeless. <laughs> I am so sick of people being lukewarm. I want to spit them out of my mouth. I know you can't eat them as well when they're lukewarm. Well, if, you, if you get them nice and hot, they're they're easier to eat. That comes from the big biblical passage. Uh, is it? Let's see. Um, Biloki. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It almost said bukkake. <laughs> I was the <laughs> lukewarm Bible passage. Uh, it, it's something about be thou. So becomes you lukewarm. Yeah, neither hot nor cold. I am about to spit you out. Let's see. Let me open this here. And we'll, we'll open it on the BibleGateway.com. I think that's, that was God wanting to was eat you. Was it Luke? You. I yeah. forgot to, I was going to say, I thought Luke it was Luke. 13 something. I thought it was from the book of Luke. Um, and it's basically saying, you know, you need to pick a side. You, you need to, you need to do one thing or another. I'm tired of people who, who can't make up their mind. Let's change this from the NIV to the Mormon's favorite King James Ooh. version. And let's, let's see what changes. Oh, this is Revelation 3.16. So then, so thou then art. because thou art lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spew thee out of my mouth. So it's that whole, you know, pick a side, make yeah. up your mind, don't don't be willy nilly. Hoo-hoo gold. <laughs> uh so so she's she's ranting about people being lukewarm. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. All these people saying they're Christians and are on the Facebook going, Yay! I'm so proud of those justice. Are you a Christian? No. Oh my gosh! Do you read the same Bible I read? Yeah, I I doubt she actually reads the Bible. No. <laughs> she probably has passages read to her, or or nice fluffy ones on the wall. Very slowly, while somebody strokes her hair and calms her. <laughs> you can't stroke that hair. You get cut. This is what it says. <laughs> this is what it says. Be fine. Be fine. Okay. All I want to know is truth. Nope. I don't care. Bullshit. She doesn't want to know truth. Truth defined by your views. Yeah. Ugh. What you think. I don't care what you think about my opinion, because you know what? I could. I don't care what you think about my opinion, so I'm going to make a four and a half fucking minute video yeah. to tell you what it what is my... that, that apparently nobody will care about. Except for really 300,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're my Facebook friend, but Christians... Are little yeah, Christ. Those are people that little follow Christ. That means we don't. 
Did she say little Christ? Little Christ. Christians, Christians are, are little Christ. I need to back that up just a little bit there. Christians are, are little, little Christians. Christ. Our little Christ. Those are people that follow Christ. That means we don't. We believe that when babies are born, oh, that yeah. when they're conceived, it said Jesus said, "I knew you before you were conceived." That means that they are not to be aborted. Okay. Yeah. Then she gets into a crazy rant about abortion. Jesus, they're li- they're little so, they're little Jesuses. So I haven't seen that many midget Christians running around. <laughs> so that's what I when you say little Jesuses. That's what I imagine. I Not they, to be mean. I think they prefer the term "little people." <laughs> little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, haven't lady. Seen very many Christian little people, <laughs> or, or Christian little Jesus. <laughs> okay, it means that a man and a wife are to be married. Okay, that's what God said. Once again, I'm telling you what God said. Now, if you don't want to like me. She's waving at us. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm telling you what the God of Abraham, Jacob, has said. And he said that because of your sinfulness. Jesus, she's losing her goddamn mind. Oh, yeah. She's fucking waving her arms around all crazy. He came to. In me. Die on a cross because of you. The very people that are just like spitting him in his face. Spitting okay. him in his face. So God died on the cross for me. I never even met the dude. I don't give a fuck if he died on it yeah. for me or not. The least he could have done was give me five bucks before he left. Well, and like like Matt says, like what kind of fucking sacrifice is that? He knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's like a weekend of torture for an eternity as vice god. Yeah. I would do that. Fuck yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. It's like the whole question of, hey, how much would it cost you to suck another guy off if you're not gay? <laughs> what? Like, say, that? <laughs> say that again? Like, we get at work, like, like the question is like, what, 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 what's, what's, what's the price? Oh, okay, yeah. A million? Yeah. Two million? What's it worth to you? Yeah. Oh, what what do you got? What do you got in your budget? <laughs> what do you what do you got in your budget? We'll we'll talk. But well, there we go. He gets he gets to have eternity as a vice god. What's it worth to him? Yeah, an unlimited I'll, budget. Yeah. Unlimited budget. I'll I'll get tortured for a weekend and sleep for three days and wake up and go be vice god. Fuck yeah! Yeah, hell yeah! Oh. And well, in in some religions, not even vice god. You're like you're the man. Yeah. You're one. You're you're one in the in the godhead. You yeah. are the man. <laughs> this lady right now. He loved you so much. He died the sinner's death. Now someone's got to pay for our sin. He did it on the cross for you. So I can sin. <laughs> now is the day that you. Accept him as Lord and Savior, and you ask for forgiveness and tell him, Lord, I made a mess of my life, and I need you. It sounds like she should do that, but yeah, then like set it all aside and calm down, calm yourself, and and get her hair done right and less makeup on the face. Calm. She's she's just she's a hot mess. Yeah. Please, Christians, please make a stand. <gasps> what are they going to fucking do? I think they're going to crucify someone else to get rid of more sins. Oh, oh, you know, they should start with Mike Huckabee. You know what? He would be a great sacrifice. <laughs> I think he would be down. 
I think I think if we were able somehow to convince Mike Huckabee that he, he was sent here to die yeah. for other people's sins, I mean, we don't have to if tell we him. would only be able to crucify him. He might fight it a little bit to start off, but so did Jesus. <laughs> He'll fucking whine and cry about it. Talk about how He'll, heavy the cross yeah. is and how much that whip hurts. Fucking cry, baby. You keep saying no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a weekend. <laughs> yeah, fucking get over it. Relax. You're going to be fine. Make a stand for what you believe in. Don't just sit there and say you don't care. Oh, dear Jesus in heaven. I just pray <laughs> that these people wake up, Lord. That they see that our nation, the very men that made our constitution, they were believing, they believed in you as no. Actually, yeah, most of them didn't. No. Uh, they may have believed there was an afterlife or some higher power, but most of them definitely did not believe that Jesus Christ was that Deists higher power. at best, and several of them, I believe our first three presidents, talked shit about Christianity oh, yeah. all, all the fucking time. time. How horrible of an institution it was, how you should get, a, <laughs> get rid of the institution of religion and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. Lord and Savior, these men did not expect our country to have this country. <laughs> happen. I just pray that you forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Help us, Lord. Help us. To, the people that are Christians, help us be strong in the midst of this battle, Lord. I just pray this in Jesus' battle. name. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. I know a lot of you don't agree with me, and you don't have to. Well, good, because... But I agree with Jesus, and I take his side, and I still love you, though. Bye. It didn't seem like she loved people that no. much. She's like, you're, she's you're, you're fucking crazy. You're taking us to hell. We're all going to die. You need to repent now. God's dead. She's just <laughs> fucking straight up nuts, man. <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, Off her rocker. Insane. <sighs> Jesus. That's what she said quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's fucking. I can, when you first showed me that video, what, what did I say? Like, this isn't real. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I, I, that's why I told you. I'm like, this isn't a Betty video. This, this is a, this this is a straight up kooky lady. <laughs> I mean, she almost had a little bit of that Betty look, unrefined Betty look going on. Because Betty's kept, she's all 1950s housewife. <sighs> she was, had the makeup of a 1950s housewife, but. Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. I'm going back to that other article we were looking yes. at their tweets. Ben Shapiro. SCOTUS declares itself God, redefines marriage and rights. Did I didn't I don't remember seeing that in any of the majority no. decision at all. I don't recall anybody saying I, I think Ben We are God now. But I mean, with all of the contradictions in voting and infighting, you know, it could be that they are God. How would because how are we no to consistency. know? <laughs> Nobody shall know God. Uh, yeah, you can't. They could be never, God. You'll never see that, mofo. Uh uh-uh. uh. His frothiness, Rick Santorum, spoke out on Twitter and said, "Today, five unelected judges redefine the foundational unit of society." I thought the foundational unit would be like an individual person. Like, I mean, if you're getting down to the foundation, yeah. right? The foundation of a society would be a happy person who does good work, 
contributes to society. Well, I mean, like he said, the foundational yeah. unit, like not a not the coupling of a foundational unit, like a, the foundational unit. If you break it down to the to the minimum, it's it's one person. That's a unit. That's one unit. Or the, it's just the dirt. What the fuck was that? I don't know what. Did you fart? No. Oh, it's probably jackasses outside with fireworks. Oh yeah, celebrating their freedoms. It's that time of year. Yeah. I'm sure it was when the neighbors doing fireworks. Yeah, so, you know, all of the right-wingers had a meltdown. Oh, yeah. Almost as much as that crazy Becky Wegner Rummel from Ellettsville, Indiana. It would have been funny if her last name was Romney. <laughs> Ms. Rummel. Uh, so, yeah. we've, we've talked about Mike Fuckabee a little bit. You can either play the video or read the text. There's a video at the bottom with his whole spiel in it. You know, I think I've seen this one before, and it, it the book. I think the video's okay. Did you watch the video? I, I did. I can't. Is it? She want me to play the video? Uh, it the video will have the same text that are in most of uh the stuff here. Let's see. I'll just I'll just read through this okay. real quick. Uh, so this is from forwardprogressives.com. Uh, the title of the story is Mike Huckabee Goes on Insane Rent. I will call down fire from heaven if I have to. Uh, the And he's not even in the U.S. for this video. He's over in a, the supposedly where God will return over there. And I think he's in Israel. Israel, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the writer of the story says, I'm ashamed to admit it wasn't all that long ago that I actually considered Mike Huckabee an example of a decent Republican. To be fair, I don't, I didn't know a great deal about the man when I believed such a thing, but I just never recall him being this fucking bizarre. He doesn't say fucking, but I added that. Cause I like the fuck word. Uh, anyway, the few stories I had, the few stories I had come across, uh, that sounds gay. The few, <laughs> the few stories I had come across about him always seemed fairly sane and I never remember seeing anything from the man as absurd as I've seen here lately. I'm not exactly sure if he's always been this outlandish or he's simply putting in these radical ways or, or he's simply behaving in these radical ways to pander to the ultra religious wing of the Re- Republican Party in the hopes that their support might be enough to give him the GOP nomination in 2016. Take, for instance, a recent rant he went on. This is worded clumsily where he yeah. said that he's ready to stand alone if he must and call down fire from heaven to cast out false oh. prophets. Quote, God wants us to take a stand in the gap, Huckabee said, and sometimes my heart's broken because in our own country, a lot of pastors will stand in the pulpit, but they won't stand in the gap. We wonder why our culture has turned godless. We wonder why people don't grow up understanding the fundamentals of natural law, the moral basis of our Judeo-Christian founding as a nation. Might it be that the problem is not the history classes in our high schools, but the pulpits of America who have not taken what they even believe and applied it to the pulpit and to the people? No, I think the problem is that schools actually teaching children proper history and not your twisted version of history. Yeah, your twisted revisionist Jesus to the hilt fucking version of history. Here's a fun fact. Huckabee is worth five million. I can't help but wonder what Jesus Christ and God, for that matter, would think of someone having that much money, while millions of our most needy, many of whom are children, go to bed hungry every night. It just seems a bit hypocritical for a multimillionaire to have the gall to accuse others of being false prophets. Quote, 
I stand here on Mount Carmel today, he continued, and I hope that, if called upon, I would be willing to stand all by myself and to call fire from heaven and believe that God will answer, even if there are hundreds and hundreds of false prophets on the other side. You may stand here and someday, you may stand here someday and be called upon to call the fire from heaven. I hope you're ready to believe that God will answer that prayer. He's basically saying that he hopes that people will have the courage to pray to their God that he fucking kills hundreds and hundreds of people, if not thousands or millions. I hope that you'll be brave enough to call heaven's fire down to wipe out the sinners, wipe them off the face of the earth like the blight they are. And they complain about Islam being a bad religion. Yeah. If Mike Huck and this guy wants his finger on the fucking button. I mean, the only difference between right-wing, crazy, conservative Christians and Islam or extremist Muslims or Islamics is that the Islamics are acting on their thoughts. Christians just haven't acted on those thoughts yet. Some of them do. Some Some do. Yes, some do. But if they did it in mass... We would have our own ISIS in the U.S. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Burn them down. That was a Christian terrorist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's as if he complete, it's as if he's completely unaware, the story continues, that a good portion of the human race doesn't subscribe to the Christian religion. Does he really believe that? After centuries of horrific atrocities having been committed by humans and continuing to be carried out by them, such as slavery, genocide, rape, and murder, marriage equality, and equal rights for homosexuals are going to be the tipping point where God finally says, Okay, that's enough, yeah. people. They're more outraged and then offend- thinking that their God's going to be offended by people, two consenting adults that love each other getting married versus allowing homeless people to live on the streets and not giving them help to, you know, orphan children in other countries to all the other problems that we have going on oh yeah that god preached against supposedly that they don't care about those things but helping the weak and the poor and the needy but as soon as a uh, two loving couples are able to get married that they don't agree with oh fucking all hell's gonna break loose oh yeah why wouldn't it i mean because obviously it's much more icky it's it's icky in the buddy i don't i don't understand why people get so upset about what other people do in the privacy of their own homes. Exactly. Like if, if you, if you, like they, they develop this thought in their mind of what must be happening behind the closed doors, right? Clearly they're one guy's doing something else with the other guy. They're not just docking. They're, they're doing, they're doing other things they shouldn't be doing. They're touching their really naughty bits. Where, where was that Christian swinger church? Was it in like Florida or something? Uh, sounds about right, but I can't remember for sure. I just remember hearing about it. I'm like, I want their take on uh, marriage equality. Because after all, these are their Christians. In their church, they go there and they swap wives. I mean, <laughs> I, I wonder if they're okay with it. Because obviously, I don't... Well, God probably doesn't care if they swap wives. I don't know. Did he say anything? Uh, the, he never well, said polygamy, anything. Polygamy well, has, a, was, has a, been a thing throughout Since God didn't Bible. say anything, it's now a state's right issue. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I, I don't, they get so fucking upset over these little, over these things. And yet there are real harms being done to people 
all the time that they don't fucking seem to yeah. care about. You never see anybody holding holding huge rallies and protests against divorce. No. That is in the Bible that yeah. you shouldn't be divorced. Why are they not out there holding holding pickets and saying that the Supreme Court needs to make a decision in this and the president needs to act and we need to put legislation forth that people can't can't get divorced? Rush Limbaugh would be run out on a fucking rail. They have no problem calling all homosexual men pedophiles. Rush Limbaugh, fucking Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. You know, most of the people running or acting as mouthpieces for the Republican Party have had more than one marriage. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you know, they they got no problem. This institution that is so sacrosanct, so so perfect, and and so needing of, of protection from the awful gays who won't respect it. And I actually had someone honestly tell me where I was having this argument with them or discussion. It maybe turned into a little bit of an argument where I said, I have had many friends. Did it end with a throat punch? Ah, uh, no. Because ah. we were at work and that's not allowed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was saying that I'm like, we were having the, the, the gay marriage discussion. This was probably about a year ago. This guy going, why can't they? Why, why not? Well, because they can't get married in a church. They, you know, it's not, it's not marriage. And I'm like, so you have to be married in a church for it to be marriage? Of course you do. It's, it has to be the only, t- the only, you're only married if you got married in a church. I'm like, what about all my friends that have never had a preacher preside over, had no religion, never in a church? Well, they're not actually married. They just got a civil union. I'm like, no, they're fucking no. married. Yeah. No. It's a marriage. A marriage does not require religion. You are the one who make it fucking religious. They got a marriage license. license. Not a civil union license. Yeah. It's, a marriage license. But his thing was, goes, unless you got married in a church before God, it is not marriage. It wasn't holy matrimony, Money. but no. it was still marriage. marriage. And holy matrimony, that's your own thing. You want to fucking call it that? Call it that. Yeah. There's nothing holy about you, it. I mean, if, if anything, it's If you want to do your good... own special special thing yeah. where you cook chickens and wave your hands in the air at a fucking invisible sky wizard, do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't, you know, that that's your religion, your bag, but don't tell other people they can't have the civil institution of a marriage and deny and yeah. seek to deny them their civil rights based on your belief in some magic sky daddy. And I saw one on a comment board where they're talking about the LDS church saying, you know, the LDS church, in order for you to have a legit marriage, you have to be married in the temple. Otherwise, you know, you can have your normal wedding, but in order for you to actually get to heaven and be with your wife, you have to have a temple Yes, wedding. yes, yes. The, the LDS church, you have to be married in the temple. But they don't look at any other person's marriage as false or not real. Well, it's just not as, it's, it's just, just not, not as good. good. Yes. It's not as good. And if that's what they choose, that's fine. Then I'll just have more of God's light upon yeah. me instead. Of, yet, I won't, they won't be offering any shade. You know, they'll, they'll be, they'll be in the terrestrial kingdom if they're lucky. <laughs> Possibly the Telestial Kingdom with all of the sinners and rapists, but you know, I will be there in God's full glory in the Celestial Kingdom because I got married in the temple. But as soon as gays want to get married, it's a complete abomination against God. Yeah. Well, aren't every other marriage then, besides what you consider to be a true marriage, an abomination against God? Well, see, Ryan, the thing is that with with gay marriage, it's not just that they're going to be married, it's that then they're going to be doing some wicked acts and horrible things in the bedroom and touching their naughty bits on other naughty bits with their, with their things that they shouldn't be touching with the naughty bits. Oh, I know all, Mormons do it in the butt all the time. No. Well, maybe before marriage, but that's only because they want to keep themselves pure. 
and and virginal. And vir- they, virginal. Virginal. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't want to spoil God's fruits. <laughs> they don't want to spoil God's fruits uh, before they're sealed in holy matrimony. Did you know it actually says in the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, that anal sex is illegal. Oral sex is illegal, and any sexual position outside of missionary is illegal against the UCMJ. <laughs> really? I don't know if it's still in there, but I know when I went through basic training, with the, the the blue laws of the yeah, UCMJ, we were going through there. And it's like, are you like no anal, no oral, and only missionary? I'm Dude, like, almost has to be almost in the UCMJ. every military member I know would has, be out in a fucking oh, yeah. heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I made a Every comment. Every one of them. I made a comment somewhere on the face bonk earlier this week that, you know, way, way back, I got unfriended in real life and on face bonk by a bunch of Christian friends when this was back in the day when Facebook was just kind of getting its, its, its firm footing and more people were joining. This was back in the day when the, the digital form of communication was email, chain emails oh, yeah. that you'd send yep. to everybody and you'd copy your friends and, and whatever. And, you know, so I'd have, I'd have these little debates that I now hold on Facebook through email with, with my Christian friends at the yeah. time. And, you know, I, because I lived in Clearfield, of course, I had quite a few military friends who lived in my neighborhood and whatever. And we got in this big thing where, they were they were talking about gays and how horrible that is and it was you know back when marriage equality was being discussed you know i mean it's we've been talking about it for a long fucking time oh, now, yeah. right and and one of them was saying well it's just disgusting it's disgusting what they do in bed and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's yeah. the same thing that you do in bed yeah and i don't want to think about you doing that in bed either i don't <laughs> i don't do that with the, with some dude and i'm like you want the same thing and you, and you have the same sexual practices they do, but just with somebody of the opposite sex. You still give and receive oral sex. And I know you like to stick your dick in your wife's butt. You fucking talk about that shit all the time, dude. Not only do you fucking talk about it, you say how much you like that versus sticking it in her vagina. So don't tell me. That that is a horrible thing and it's gross because you fucking love it. that. You <laughs> do that shit all the time and you talk about it and you think it's wonderful. Yeah. These people also like to feel that and think it's wonderful. It's just that they happen to share the same parts and it doesn't fucking matter because, because they're still compatible. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing this with your wife. You, maybe your wife is into it. Maybe she's not, but I know you fucking love it. You love sticking it in her ass. If you didn't love it, you wouldn't be doing it all the time. And if, yeah, if you didn't love it and you wouldn't fucking talk about it yeah. like it's the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread. And that's probably the same guy who will have no problem going around work talking about how he just got done fucking his wife in the ass. But if a gay guy comes comes in and starts talking about how he fucked his boyfriend in the ass, he'd be completely disgusted and tell him to stop. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck's the difference? Yeah. Why is it okay for you to go around talking about fucking your wife in the ass, but if someone comes in that's that's of the same sex and they have a relationship going on and they start talking about their sex acts, what's the fuck's the difference? Well, I just, I could never take it in my ass. I bet you could. I bet you could. <laughs> I, in fact, I bet you do. I can't tell you how many fucking Christian people I know who, in talking to their wives, the wives would say how much their husbands like to finger in the ass. 
And I'm like, mm, that's not really for me. I feel, I feel weird. Like anybody gets that, anybody gets near that for me. And I'm like, oh, 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 what? Hey, what, what, what's going on back there? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Get away. I, I just pooped an hour ago. I don't know if I wiped well enough. I feel, I don't, I don't, 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 don't stay away from there. But I know that there's lots and lots of people who just fucking love that. And, and then they're, they're, they're just huge fucking hypocrites about it. Oh, yeah. and so I pointed this out and it was like, the reply I got was like, fuck you, motherfucker. I will come over there and burn your fucking house down. You piece of shit. You motherfucker. You're a faggot probably. Jummy just this raging fucking email. I'm like, oh, I guess we're not friends anymore. <laughs> like, calm the fuck down, man. Contact deleted. <laughs> yeah. And that was the last time I really had any conversation with him. Actually, that same guy, uh, I ran into at a fucking supersonic car wash like seven or eight years oh. later. And he was just like, hey, Dan, how you doing, man? Long time no see. What's I, new? What's I got that gas can for your house over here. <laughs> and I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Maybe you don't remember our conver- the last conversation we had as well as I do, but, but you're much well. more friendly right now than I thought you would ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever be. <laughs> yeah, that would be one of those people where I figure you would see him next and he might give a glance your way, realize that's that fucker and walk the opposite direction. Yeah, like, look over, see me, walk out to his truck to grab his gun, like, I'll be right back, motherfucker, you wait right there. You got a bulletproof vest on? Take it off. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I mean, like, he lost his fucking mind. Like, And, and I think it was because... I I'll, I'll still have the email somewhere I could find, but I'll bet it was just because I worded it in such a way that there was absolutely no escape from it. Like, you have to acknowledge that this is a sex act you fucking like. Not even that you like, but that you prefer to traditional heterosexual yeah. sex. This is your favorite fucking thing, dude. You can't tell me that then when other people do it, who just happen to have the same parts that it's that much, that it's icky or whatever, you know? You know what would have been funny? If when you saw him four years later, you're like, hey, and here's my boyfriend. We're getting married next month in uh, Washington, D.C., where it's now legal. We're fighting. Be like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. It was probably a little bit of fear from all the threats you threw at me initially. But, <laughs> but then you realized, Wow. This is coming from a place of personal hurt, okay? <laughs> I was in a dark place. <laughs> but I know you were. You said you loved that. <laughs> yeah. But at one point in time, you had to hide it. Well, sure you did. I, you know, I, I have members of my family who have since deceased that other members of my family have no idea that these people were gay. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's, and that's why I think that people are always like, well, why, why, why is it just happening now? What's just happening now? Like, because until, like, what, 19, early, was it the 60s when they, nationally, it became illegal to criminalize homosexuals? It became illegal to criminalize homosexuals? Because when I, was, I was looking at that timeline earlier of uh, all the stuff that happened throughout history, and it, was, I, it, it wasn't that long ago, within the last, uh, you know, 50 years, where, yeah, because here we got, uh, well, there's 1948 with... Uh, Kinsey coming out with the Kinsey, the Kinsey scale. scale. Yeah. Publishes sexual behavior in the human male from his research. Kinsey concludes that homosexual behavior is not restricted to people who identify themselves as homosexual and that 37% of men have enjoyed homosexual activities at least once. I wonder what those activities were. I mean, in 1948, the activity might have been 
Is it popping or in the pooper, or is it? It could have been something just different <laughs> than it is nowadays. Uh, says while psychologists and psychiatrists in the 1940s considered homosexuality a form of illness, the findings surprised many conservative notions about sexuality. I don't understand why they would be so surprised uh, because many of them practiced it. Probably. Then we have November 11th, 1950 in Los Angeles. Gay rights activist Harry Hay founded, uh, founds America's first national gay rights organization in an attempt to change public perception of homosexuality. The Mattachine Mad- Society aims to eliminate discrimination, uh, derision, prejudice, and bigotry to assimilate homosexuals into mainstream society and to cultivate the notion of an ethical homosexual culture. There's just no such thing in the eyes of Jesus. Well, Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) Uh, Then in December of 1950, a Senate report titled Employment of Homosexuals and Other Sex Perverts in in Government, Jesus, is distributed to members of the Congress after the federal government had covertly investigated employee sexual orientation at the beginning of the Cold War. The report states since homosexuality is a mental illness, homosexuals constitute security risks to the nation because... Quote, those who engage in overt acts of perversion lack the emotional stability of normal persons. Over the previous few years, more than 4,380 gay men and women had been discharged from the military and around 500 fired from their jobs with the government. The purging will become known as the Lavender Scare. And that's only people who they knew were homosexual and were out. Imagine how many employees were fearing for their jobs, for their lives, if they found out... Their actual true feelings or their actual, you know, the, instead of having to hide their life as a, a straight person, pretending they're in love with a woman or a wife. Because I bet even if they weren't getting married, that probably seemed odd. Like, oh, you're you're 35 years old and you're a single male that lives alone, but you have a, you know, a couple of male companions over there. What's what's going oh, on yeah, here? Dude. I, I remember. Um, I remember my buddy, my buddy uh, from Wisconsin that I told you was from Rhinelander. Mm-hmm. Uh he was in the Air Force, single guy. He'd been married before, had a kid. Uh, she found a Jody boy while he was out on deployment. Oh, yeah. And left him. They got divorced. And he was, you know, mid-30s, looking at 40 as a single guy. And he's like, I know people in my neighborhood look at me like I'm some kind of fucking weirdo because yeah. it's just me living at my house. He's like, you know, I'll have you over here every now and then. We'll play horseshoes and shit. But, you know, we'll sit around and drink beer. But. You know, I I date on rare occasion, but I don't live with any girls. I'm yeah. not I'm not looking to get married, and I know there are people in the neighborhood who probably look at me fucking sideways because I'm not married. I get the same thing at work half the time. Oh yeah, people are like, dude, you're 31. You don't talk about fucking women all the time. <laughs> are you gay? I'm like, no. I just you have, have to talk about fucking women. Tell us who you put your penis yeah. in last. I'm like, Ryan. I just have more respect than that for myself to talk to you about <laughs> and, every sexual experience. And the I've women ever had. that I may have put my penis in. I mean, that's that's really not any of your fucking business. And I don't have anything to fucking prove to you. Yeah, so they're all like, well, you must be gay then. <laughs> I'm like, all, you can believe whatever okay. the hell you want. Hey, if that makes you feel better about yourself, yeah. sure, buddy. Whatever. Then we got April of 1952, the American Psychiatric Association lists homosexual as a sociopathic personality disturbance in the first published publication of Diagnostics and 
statistical 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 manual (laughs) of mental disorders immediately following the manual's release many professionals in medicine mental health and social services criticized the categorization due to lack of empirical and scientific data sciences (laughs) anyway uh we move on to 1953 A year later in April, President Dwight Eisenhower signs Executive Order 10450 banning homosexuals from working for the federal government or any of its private contractors. The order lists homosexuals as security risks along with alcoholics and neurotics, which is, I mean, fast forward to this year and last year with Obama signing executive orders saying that all federal employees and contractors have to... Have to, well, you have to recognize that. Yeah. You can't discriminate on that. Yeah. Then we got September 21st, 1955. In San Francisco, the daughter of Bilitis. Bilitis? Bilitis becomes the daughters the, of Bilitis. The daughters of Bilitis becomes the first lesbians' right organization in the United States. The organization hosts social functions providing uh, alternatives to lesbian bars and clubs, which are frequently raided by the police. Well, that was the other thing. I mean, they had nowhere to go. Yeah, there were there were very few places where homosexuals could congregate and and just relax and be themselves. And then when the police or the locals would find out about these places, they would send the police to go and raid them yep. and and kick them out. And I mean, that was that was a huge thing with Stonewall, right? Yes. Uh, moving on to August thirtieth of nineteen fifty six. American psychologist Evelyn Hooker shares her paper, The The Adjustment of the Male Overt Homosexual, at the American Psychological Association Convention in Chicago. After administering psychological tests such as the Rorschach to groups of homosexual and heterosexual males, Hooker's research concludes homosexuality is not a clinical entity and that heterosexuals and homosexuals do not differ significantly. Hooker's experiment becomes very influential, changing clinical perceptions of homosexuality. It's like they were looking for something wrong within their brain, and like, we can't find anything yeah, in the brain. Yeah, we're that's, looking to find wrong. evidence like, ah, to support our foregone conclusions, yeah, and we're coming up dry. It's pretty empty here. Yeah. Then in January 13th, 1958, in the landmark case, One Inc. versus Olison, the United States Supreme Court rules in favor of the First Amendment rights of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, and transgender magazine, One, the homosexual magazine. The suit was filed after the U.S. Postal Service and FBI declared the magazine obscene material, and it marks the first time the United States Supreme Court rules in favor of homosexuality. Yay! 1958. Wow. Yeah. That's that's just over 50 years ago. And it's not even that long. I mean, in reality, it's, uh, I'll call that recent history. That's that's within my father's lifetime. Yes. Definitely within my grandmother's lifetime. That, I mean, it, that, that was the very first ruling in favor of homosexuals. Yes. 1958. The very first in 1958. But they're still raiding their clubs. They're still treating them as as vagrants. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, January 1st of 1962, Illinois repeals its sodomy laws, becoming the first U.S. state to decriminalize homosexuality. There we go. 1962. As if sodomy is only practiced by homosexuals, though. True. As we were just saying. Yeah, we were just saying that, but usually <laughs> that's, what, that's why those laws are passed. The anti-sodomy yeah. laws is to make it illegal for... Homosexual acts. Yeah. 
Then we got July 4th, 1965. At Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pickers begin staging the first Remember Day to call public attention to the lack of civil rights for LGBT people. The gathering will continue annually for five years. So there we go. The act, civil rights argument was being used in 1965. In 1965, 50 fucking years ago. So it's not a new thing. No. No, not it's at never, all. It never has been a new thing. It's been around for half a fucking yes. century. So they started their fight for civil rights in 1965. Oh, before then, but I mean, that's when, that's they, when they, they formed up and actually yeah, that's started. that's when they started referring to it as a civil it, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, April 21 of 1966, members of the Mattachine Society stage a sip-in at the Julius Bar in Greenwich Village, where the New York Liquor Authority prohibits serving gay patrons in bars on the basis that homosexuals are, quote, disorderly. Society President Dick Leitch and other members announced their homosexuality and immediately refused service. Following the sip-in, the Mattachine Society will sue the New York Liquor Authority. Although no laws are overturned, the New York City Commission on Human Rights declares that homosexuals have the right to be served. And here we see the, the very, the very, the, the, the little spark, the little spark of saying no, they are, they are people and they yeah. deserve the same civil rights as everybody else. I mean, were they not getting served at restaurants too? Like, sorry, we can't give you food here. You are homosexual. Yeah. They, they could yeah. be denied that service anywhere. And history's trying to repeat itself. I'm not going to make your fucking cake. Yeah. August 1966. After transgender customers become raunchous in a 24 hour sandwich. Raucous. <laughs> raunchous, raucous, raucous. <laughs> Become disturbing, <laughs> raunchous, <laughs> in a 24-hour San Francisco cafeteria, management calls police. When a police officer manhandles one of the patrons, she throws coffee in his face and a riot ensues, eventually spilling out onto the streets, destroying police and public property. Following the riots, activists established the, Nan- the National Transsexual Council Unit, the first peer-run support and advocacy organization in the world. Nice. The National Transsexual Counseling Unit. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, June 28, 1969, patrons of the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village riot when police officers attempt to raid the popular gay bar around, L- around 1 a.m. Since its establishment in 1967, the bar had been frequently raided by police officers trying to clean up the neighborhood of, quote, sexual deviants, end quote. Angry gay youth clash with aggressive police officers in the streets, leading to a three-day riot during which thousands of protesters receive only minimal local news coverage. Nonetheless, the event will be credited with reigniting the fire behind America's modern LGBT rights movement. And if I'm correct... That is also what started the initial pride parades. Was the Stonewall movement? Uh, well, I think I think that's that in what, the, that that's next? in the next thing here. Yeah. So June twenty eighth, nineteen seventy, Christopher uh, Street Liberation Day uh, commemorates the one year anniversary of Stonewall Riot. Following the event, thousands of members of the LGBT community marched through New York into Central Park in what will be uh, considered America's first gay pride parade. Yay! In the coming decades, the annual gay pride parade will spread uh, spread to dozens of countries around the world. Yay! So there we go. I just had to read one more. <laughs> that right there, that is American exceptionalism. Yeah. That right there. People on the right talk about American exceptionalism all the time. 
they should be pointing to shit like this where we are leading the rest of the world in in recognizing the civil rights and decency and dignity of other people. People look at progress as a bad thing. Or what I would consider progress. Well, if yeah, I mean if you're a conservative, progressives are awful. That that whole progressive of progressive yeah. is is but, really bad. But that's the whole point is you need to be progressive. Yeah. If you become stagnant, it's not gonna work. Stop dragging your fucking knuckles and join us in the twenty first century. Fucking fuckers. <laughs> Uh, December 19, December 15, 1973, the Board of American Psychiatric Association votes to remove homosexuality from its list of mental illnesses. That is just, just shy of my date of birth. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, I'm January of 74. So, you know, roughly. Within a month. Yeah. Roughly a month after this happens, I'm born. Awesome. <laughs> January 1974. That's my birth month. What? I am not going to be able to pronounce this lady's last name. Kathy, Kathy Kozashenko? Kozashenko? Yeah, that's what Kozashenko. Looking, yeah. Kathy Kozashenko becomes the first openly gay American elected to public office when she wins a seat at the on the uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan City Council. Awesome. Michigan. Very first openly gay American elected f- official. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that about Michigan. No, I didn't know that either, actually. Uh, June 7, 1977. Singer and conservative Southern, Southern Baptist Anita Bryant, fuck her, leads a successful campaign with the Save Our Children crusade to repeal a gay rights ordinance in Dade County, Florida. Bryant faces severe backlash from gay rights supporters across the U.S. The gay rights ordinance will not be reinstated in Dade County until December 1998, more than 20 years later. Nice. Fuck her. November 8th, 1977. Harvey Milk wins a seat on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors and is responsible for introduction, for introducing a gay rights ordinance protecting gay and lesbian from being fired from their jobs. Uh, Milk also leads a successful campaign against Proposition 6, an, igni- an initiative forbidding homosexual teachers. A year later, on November 27th, 1978, Former supervisor uh, Dan White assassinates Mike. White's actions are motivated by jealousness, depression, rather than homophobia. Uh, yeah, yeah. White. So Dan White assassinates Harvey Milk. Yes. Uh, do you remember what one of his defense arguments was? Uh, I. He was eating Twinkies. I and they had all the chemicals in them that made him go crazy. The Twinkies really? made him crazy and made him kill Harvey Milk. I didn't know they put shrooms in Twinkies nowadays. <laughs> shrooms would make him just say, hey, man, man fine, whatever. This gun's got That's some cool, cool little flashy That's lights cool. coming out You want to get gay married, dude? <laughs> Fucking go for it, bro. I love you. I love you so much. Your face is so pretty. It's it's shiny. I'm not even just talking about your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't uh, White, actually, wasn't he just let go from his position like two days before, a couple days before he actually went and uh, shot Harvey Milk and well, yeah, else in the it, it says it says former city supervisor. Yeah. So he he had been terminated, and I can't it, remember. It, it, it seemed like he was having a bit of a nervous breakdown and was let go from his job. And then it did seem like a revenge thing, but it was gotta, the fact that he was got to take it out on them gays. But it's because I was eating Twinkies. Yeah, fucking, fucking Twinkies. Twinkies. <laughs> 
Uh, May 29, 1979, Dan White is convicted of of voluntary manslaughter and is sentenced to seven years in prison. Outraged by what they believe to be a lenient sentence, more than 5,000 protesters ransack San Francisco's City Hall, doing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of property damage in the surrounding area. Seven years in prison for murdering somebody. Yeah, that's... That's horseshit. People that have... There's a guy spending life in jail right now for a pound of weed. Oh, yeah. The following night, approximately 10,000 people gather on San Francisco's Castro and Market Streets for a peaceful demonstration to commemorate what would have been Milk's 49th birthday. Yeah. He was a good dude. Yeah. I like I mean, the movie. He did a lot. I like the movie. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie in quite a while. I might want to go rewatch it. I remember the Milk? For, yeah. Yeah. It was With good. Sean Penn. That's good. I think he did a good job as Harvey. Uh, like, like watching, watching the movie and then watching a lot of the actual footage of Harvey yeah. speaking. I think, I think he, he did, did a, a good really job. job. Yeah. Then we got October 14th, 1979. An estimated 75,000 people participate in national, uh, national march on Washington for lesbian and gay rights. LGBT people and straight allies demand equal rights, equal civil rights and urge the passage of a protect, protective civil rights legislature. So we still haven't caught up to when you're even born. No, I haven't even been born yet. <laughs> I mean, we got like, a few, a couple more years. That was 79. <laughs> <laughs> so July 8, 1980, the Democratic Rules Committee states that it will not discriminate against homosexuals. At their national convention on August 11th through the 14th, the Democrats become the first political party to endorse a homosexual rights platform in 1980. 1980! We're talking 45 fucking years, or 35 years later. I'm like, I'm like 45, I'm... <laughs> 35 years later, after the yeah. Democratic Party initially endorsed gay rights. Yeah. <sighs> then in 1981, July 3rd, the New York Times prints a f- the first story of a rare phenomenon of skin cancer found pneumonia. in... Pneumonia. Of pneumonia. Yes, pneumonia. I'm... I'm reading horribly tonight. <laughs> I've never been the good reader. <laughs> I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> and 41 gay men in New York and California. The CDC initially refers to the de- disease as GRID, Gay-Related Immune Deficiency Disorder. How derogatory. When the, sy- when the symptoms are found outside of the gay community... Bruce Voller, biologist and founder of the National Gay Task Force, successfully lobbies to change the name of the disease to AIDS. Hmm. I didn't know that. that I didn't was, know the grid part either. Yeah, that's interesting and depressing. And then they find it outside the gay community and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. this uh, isn't a gay immune disease. Now we have to change it. Damn it. This yeah. isn't just God working in mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> this is a fucked up disease. Uh, March 2, 1982. Oh, Wisconsin. Yes. Ryan's home state becomes the first U.S. state to outlaw discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. We're not all that bad. Nicely done, Thank Wisconsin. You. Thank you. Nice. Very you. good. It skips over, so I was burned two years later. Uh. <laughs> but, I mean, March 10th is close to my birthday. Yeah. But March 10th, 1987, AIDS Advocacy Group Act Up, the AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power, is uh, formed in response to the devastating effects the disease has had on the gay and lesbian community in New York. The group holds demonstrations against 
pharmaceutical companies profiting from AIDS-related drugs as well as a lack of AIDS policies protecting uh, patients from outrageous prescription prices. Yeah, there was a lot of profiteering going on with people just charging outrageous amounts for for life-saving drugs. And how many of them were life-saving? Or experimental at the time and didn't really know, or snake oil. It didn't matter. They were still, they were still just breaking, gouging people. You know, people who were just trying to live, trying to yeah, make it a few more days. Yeah, trying to just live to keep living. Uh, October 11, 1987, hundreds of thousands of activists take part in the National March on Washington to demand that President Ronald Reagan. Address the AIDS crisis. Well, mommy. Although AIDS has been reported first in 1981, it is not until the end of his presidency that Reagan speaks publicly about the epidemic. Do you think he's afraid to talk about it? More than six years for Reagan to open his fucking mouth about it. To say anything publicly about the AIDS epidemic that is wiping out. I think his thing was, if I I don't talk about it, it's not happening. I can ignore it away. It's like the boogeyman. It's only, it's really affecting the gay community the most, so I can just pretend it doesn't happen. I'm straight. Fuck you, Reagan. I thought Reagan was a superhero. Ugh. May through June of 1988, the CDC mails a brochure Understanding AIDS to every household in the United States. Approximately 107 million brochures are mailed. I remember watching one of Eddie Murphy's stand-up routines, and he's talking about AIDS, and he's like, well, he's talking about sexually transmitted diseases, and he's talking about herpes, and, you know, that shit lives with you forever. It's like yeah. luggage. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, now we got AIDS. AIDS just kills a motherfucker. And then he says, what's next? You just put your dick in something and it blows up. It just, your dick explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, December 1st, 1988. The World Health Organization organizes the first World AIDS Day to raise awareness of the spreading pandemic. Yeah, they didn't. Well, yeah. I don't know. What? So they didn't really do a whole lot besides make some people feel like they're the cause of it. Well, I hope they were, they were at least raising awareness of yeah. like, like your, your president like just barely protection. got out of, of his fucking demented ass and is saying something about this. The rest of the world needs to speak out and, and call attention to the pandemic. Well, on August 18th of 1990, President George Bush signs the Ryan White Care Act, a federally funded program for people living with AIDS. Ryan White, an Indian and teenager, contracted AIDS in 1984 through a tainted uh, hemophilia treatment. After being barred from the attending school because of his HIV-positive status, Ryan White became a well-known activist for AIDS research and anti-discrimination. I actually remember that kid's story. Oh, yeah? Well, I remember because I remember there was like a daytime movie made about it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think he might have actually watched it in school. Huh. I don't remember. Well, that was, I would have been in high school then, so. Yeah, I would have been in, uh, 1990. I would have been in, uh, yeah, elementary school. <laughs> 1991. Created by the New York based Visual AIDS. Pun intended, I'm guessing. The red ribbon is adopted as a symbol of awareness and compassion for those living with HIV AIDS. Now we see them. Well, so did they make that ribbon and everybody started copying that idea? 
I think so. Because you got like yeah, the red the, ribbons, purple ribbons, blue the ribbons. Yellow ribbon. Yeah. yeah. Well, the yellow ribbon goes back to uh, for war. Yeah. Well, but I, it wasn't, it used to be a yellow bow. You could tie a yellow bow around something signifying that you lost someone. Yeah. Tie a yellow ribbon around yeah. this old oak tree. Net to show, hey, someone died. Yeah. December 21st, 1993, the Department of Defense issues a directive prohibiting the U.S. military from barring applicants for service based on their sexual orientation. Applicants shall not be asked or required to reveal whether they are homosexual, states the new policy, uh, which still forbids applications from engaging applicants from engaging in homosexual acts or making statements that he or she is homosexual. The policy is known as don't ask, don't tell. D-A-D-T, mofo. Now, I knew people thought that don't ask, don't tell meant basically like, oh, you're not allowed. Because I've heard people like when President Obama goes, no, you can be open and league gay in the military if you want to now. It's fine. You're like, well, that's, that's not right. He's long all these gays in the military. It's like. <laughs> um, they were there the they whole were fucking there? time. <laughs> uh, they didn't go, well, I can do it now. I'm just going to go and do it. I'm going to be gay. I'm going to no. start painting my room in rainbows. No. I, I have known people in the military that were gay and were trying to hide the fact they were gay. Well, yeah, like, because they would like, be kicked I, out. Yeah, like, I, I can't be found out. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter how great a service yeah. I've offered to my yeah. country, I would be kicked out. Yeah, pretty much the rule for is... For the simple fact of being gay. Yeah, it's like, you can be gay, but just hide it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which, it's which, like you can be black, but just put white face on every day? Which is ridiculous, right? Like, part of, I remember going through my security process when I worked at Hill Air Force Base, mm-hmm. and in order to get security clearance, they ask you all kinds of questions. Oh, right? yeah, you I mean, that. it's it's a giant, a thick fucking oh, yeah. packet of questions and answers and interviews and talking to your friends and neighbors and relatives yeah. and looking they at your addresses. They want to know your bosses in high school. Bank accounts and everything, right? And and throughout the interview process, they want you to answer honestly because if there's anything that, that they find out you're lying about, that becomes a point where somebody can blackmail you, yeah. where they can hold that over yeah. your head to get you to to coerce you to do something outside of what you should be doing as a representative of whatever job you are now performing, where you where you were required to get this clearance. Right? It's something where people can coerce you into being a spy or doing the really fucking horrible things because you can't be found out. Yeah. And then they pass this fucking law that says, we want you to make something. We want you, if you're gay, to be sure that you don't tell anybody anything about this because we don't want to know. But if somebody does find out, sure, it's a really easy thing to fucking blackmail you with. Oh, and then you're out of the military anyways. Yeah. And you'd be willing to blackmail all the fuck you want. Like, these people treat me like shit. What do you want to know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, May 20, 1996. In the case of Romer versus Evans, the United States Supreme Court decides that Colorado's Second Amendment, denying gays and lesbians protections against discrimination, is unconstitutional, calling them special rights. So... Denying gays and lesbians protections against discrimination is unconstitutional. Calling them special rights. Was it, were they calling it special rights, saying that since they were denied it, they were denied special rights? Or calling it a special right now, now they're allowed it? I don't know. It? That's worded really strangely. It is. Because they're not special rights. I mean, it's the same rights that yeah. everybody else gets. Uh, I don't, I don't. Maybe, I don't maybe. Get it. Yeah. Huh. yeah that's, I don't yeah. know. That's, that's weirded strange. Yeah. Or, weirded? That's, that's weirded. That's weirded strange. 
It is weirded word. And word and worded wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, then in September of 21st of 1996, President Clinton signs the Defense of Marriage Act into law. Boo. The law defines marriage as a legal union between one man and one woman, and that no state is required to recognize a same-sex marriage from out of state. Boo. Fuck you, Doma. Which directly flied in the face of the 14th, 14th Amendment. Amendment. God damn it. Bill, you, you done fucked up. At least he apologized a little bit. Later. Yeah. Decades later. Yeah. And not... Directly. Really, yeah. <laughs> and his wife hasn't done a whole lot better in that area. Uh, anyway, uh, April 1, 1998, Coretta Scott King, widow of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr., calls on the civil rights community to join the struggle against homophobia. She receives criticism from members of the black civil rights movement for comparing civil rights to gay rights, which I, I, I am saddened whenever I see a black person speaking out against gay rights. It's like you had to fight for everything you got, and guess what? So do they. Yeah. Yeah, they're, it's an immutable characteristic, just like yeah. you having more more melanin in your skin than, yep. than Dan, the whitest white guy that you'll ever see. I mean, they may not have been enslaved. They may not have been shipped over on boats. Well, some right, right. might have come over on boats, but not shipped over. But certainly hasn't had the history of of violence, yes, or as much violence and slavery and and suppression as as the black community. But, but in the modern era, they have had been subjected to: you can't sit here, you can't eat here, you can't go there, you can't congregate here. You are just like saying that an African American brain is smaller and they can't comprehend things. So we got to give them simple jobs. Yeah. It's the same way as saying, well, a homosexual man is just a deviant. He's got a mental disorder going on. It's the same concepts. Like, no, there's no mental disorder. And congratulations and, and thank you to Coretta Scott yeah. King for, for having, having the bravery and, and knowledge and, and foresight and leadership and, and, and fucking just awesome views that, she did realize that it is just a civil right that, yeah. that should be extended to these people. And plus being the, uh, the widowed wife of Dr. Martin Luther King gives it that much more voice. Yes. And then April 26th of 2000, Vermont becomes the first state in the U.S. to legalize civil unions and registered partnerships between same-sex couples. Coincidentally, the state that Bernie Sanders... Ooh. Happen to live in and, and, uh, be, be working for, I believe, at the time. And I'm not a Bernie Sanders who has a unblemished and clear record of being a supporter of gay rights way, yeah. way before Hillary Clinton. And I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I think Vermont is still around and Brimstone and Hellfire has not destroyed it. <laughs> Vermont is doing very okay. well for itself. I, I, I like their syrup. <laughs> June 26, 2000, in Lawrence v. Texas, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that sodomy laws in the U.S. are unconstitutional. I remember, I remember this ruling. Yeah, I remember that ruling. I remember when that came out. That was right about the time that I had the, I think actually that may have been the impetus for the conversation with that, my friends that I was talking okay. about earlier. And that's June 26. June, yeah, June 26, 26. of 2003. You're correct. 
Then on May 18th of 2004, Massachusetts becomes the first state to legalize gay marriage. The courts find the prohibition of marriage unconstitutional because it denies dignity and equality of all individuals. In the following six years, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Iowa, Washington, D.C. will all, Washington, DC will all follow suit. Yay to those bold trailblazers. Congratulations, Massachusetts. Matt, if he were here, would say, yeah, Boston. (laughs) Go, boys. (laughs) August 9, 2007, sponsored by the Human Rights Campaign, the Logo Cable Channel hosts the first American presidential forum focusing specifically on LGBT issues, inviting each presidential candidate. Six Democrats participate in the forum, including Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, while all... Republican candidates decline. Every single fucking one. Because it would look bad for them to actually voice their real opinion on homosexuals on, on TV? The Republican Party are doing their damnedest to, to make avoid. themselves completely fucking irrelevant. Oh, well, And I applaud them for their efforts. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, November 4th, 2008... California California voter <laughs> California voters approved proposition 8 making same sex marriage in California illegal the passing of the ballot garners national attention from gay rights supporters across the US prop 8 inspires the uh no hate campaign uh photo project that uses celebrities to promote marriage equality and Fuck you, LDS Church, yes. for being the primary financial backer Your of millions Proposition and millions 8. and millions of dollars shuttled in there, tax fucking free. The if it were not for the LDS Church, I do not believe the Prop Eight would have passed. No, well, it wouldn't have well, the funding. They, yeah, they made the documentary uh, yeah. Prop Eight, the Mormon proposition yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, LDS Church. You should pay tax on every single penny. Uh huh. June 17, 2009, President Barack Hussein Obama signs a presidential memorandum allowing same-sex partners of federal employees to receive certain benefits. The memorandum does not cover full health coverage. Which I think they're still we're working on. I don't think they, I can't remember he was evolving. It. Yeah. His, his view, my views on marriage are, they're, they're, they're evolving. And then people criticize him like, well, he didn't used to think of that way. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's why people evolve. Yeah. People can change. Well, that was the one. Better. That was one of the other cool things. Uh, listening to him talk to Mark Marin uh, during during the podcast mm-hmm. with him, in, and talking about things like uh, you know marriage equality and the and Obamacare, the the Affordable Care Act, yeah. is that you know a lot of people wanted a lot of people wanted single parent, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's something that you can't do. Just out of the gate, you you gotta you gotta expand. You got you gotta yeah. you gotta take these baby steps, you know. And it was it was great because it it is it's it's true, you know. You you can't you can't just scrap an entire system, yeah, and and rebuild it from scratch when it's that monolithic. There are there are you have to take steps, and I think he's laid a great groundwork for for eventually moving to a single payer system. And and for expanding, mm-hmm. as we've seen happen, yep. rights for the LGBTQ community. It's kind of like saying, I can't remodel my home and still live in it by demolishing it completely to the ground and expect to be able to still live in it. Right. I have to do it room by room and section by section and do it slowly. Yep. 
I just thought of that analogy right in my brains. That was really good. Your brains, your brains is running on overdrive there, Rye. I just wish you could read the words. October 28, 2009. The Matthew Shepard Act is passed by Congress and signed into law by President Obama on October 28th. The measure expands the 1969 U.S. federal hate crime law to include crimes motivated by a victim actually or perceived gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability. Matthew Shepard was tortured and murdered near Laramie, Wyoming on October 7th, 1998 because of his sexual orientation. God, I remember that. I remember, I remember hearing about that and, and, and reading the news stories and seeing the coverage on television and being tied to a fence and left for dead and left. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was fucking despicable. And it was, yeah, it was October. I was going to say, cause I remember it was, it was, it was cold out. So he basically almost. Well, and our, and our friend, uh, Ken Henline, mm-hmm. who is the current possessor of my soul <laughs> <laughs> in a giant pickle jar, uh, actually knows the Shepherd family. Oh, really? Yeah. And, wow. and has spoken with Matthew Shepherd's parents and, and, it said he's said he's had the distinct pleasure of getting to know them and and speaking with them. Hmm. And thinks they're a wonderful family and they're and he's hugely supportive of them and that's just really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, August four, two thousand ten, a federal judge in San Francisco decides that gays and lesbians have the constitutional right to marry and that Prop Eight is unconstitutional. Yay! <laughs> Lawyers will challenge the finding. On December 18th, 2010, the U.S. uh, Senate votes 63 to 31 to repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell, policy allowing gay and lesbians to serve openly in the United States military. 65 to 31. 65 to 30. See, I can't even read numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, February 23, 2011. President Obama states his administration will no longer defend the Defense of Marriage Act, which bans the recognition of same-sex marriage. I remember when that was announced also, and I was like, yes! Fucking awesome. Well, when that one came through, I was like, so does that mean everybody can get married now, or what? (laughs) It's like, are we good? Are we good on this? Are we good? It was basically him saying that, you know, uh, we're not going to defend this anymore. It's an indefensible proposition. Uh, uh, People should be allowed. To exercise their rights and marry those who they love. But it wasn't for a couple more years when DOMA actually goes away, correct? I think we'll probably see that. Yeah, it just, it just means that the federal government, though though it is, though it is a federal law, the federal government will not expend, will, will not, uh. It's kind of like their thing with Colorado and weed. They're like, ah, it's against the federal law, but we're really not going to do a whole lot unless yeah, kinda, you, we're yeah. going to leave you alone. We're going to yeah. leave you to it. Kind of, yeah. You can continue. Yeah, it was just, it was just, if this comes up in court, I'm not going to have the, the attorney general. Yeah. Press the issue. Make, make any arguments against this or, or, or in defense of this yeah. act. Uh, well, we only go to 2011 on this one. That's weird. June 24th, 2011, New York State passes the Marriage Equality Act, becoming the largest state thus far to legalize gay marriage. And for some reason, this and then it just ends. stops at 2011. You know, we got more that came up. There was a lot more. Because uh, was, it, was it 2013 when Doma got shot down? Uh, I want to say it was... I don't know. 2013. 
It was 13. I think it was 2013. That's what I was thinking. Let's see. What year did... Tid... You can't read, I can't tell. Wait, what year did Jesus die? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Google, for the giggle. That's the fourth one down. (laughs) That's a Google giggle. (laughs) What year... Go, go look at his headstone. Was Doma shut down? How's that? Shut down. F. Shut down. F. Shut down. F. Shut down. F. What year was Doma shut down? F. I want. I want to go with 2013. I don't know. Or it could be 12. It could be 2012. I don't know, and it doesn't look like it wants to show C- us. Computers just said. Fuck I think off. it had to have been. Th- it- it was twelve or thirteen. It would. I think it was two thousand thirteen. That's what I think. It. That's what uh, I think it died, right? Yeah. That's uh, my current belief. Yeah. <laughs> my my Obama is nowhere near as good as Matt's. Oh Obama. no, he's got a really good Obama. Matt's Obama is much better than my Obama. I wish my Obama was better. There needs to be closer to Matt's Obama. All right. So Doma repeal June twenty sixth, two thousand thirteen. 2013? June? 26. June 26. June 26. June 26. A day which will forever live in infamy. Oh, now it will. Yes. Yeah, I think... uh, So I've seen a couple calls uh, for June 26th to be recognized as a federal holiday. I I don't see why it might not be. I think eventually it will be. Yeah. I think if we keep pushing for it, eventually it will happen. What would we call the day? Or what would the day be called? Uh, do we have a National Civil Rights Day? I think there is a National Civil Rights Day. Well, we have... Is that Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, day? Yeah. Like, at, uh, at the uh, rally that they had, yeah. they had a big old banner that said Decision Day. Decision? That's a good one. But, but then everybody goes, what decision? You, yeah, how do you carry that forward? Like Equality? Yes... Maybe <laughs> I don't know. We need to. We need to. We need to figure out a catchy name for it. Yeah, and then start pushing for it. Well, we're we're getting towards the that time again. Dan. No, I know we 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 got talking. No, we had we had conversations and we didn't. You want to do that one? You got one last thing we want to hit real quick. I want to talk about yes, Baphomet. No, I want to talk about that too. <laughs> But I, I don't think we can finish a conversation about marriage equality without talking about. Oh yes, the the beautiful words written by Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy in in the uh, in the majority opinion from well the Supreme Court of the United I'll States. I'll let you read it since my words are fucky. <laughs> So the final, this is the final paragraph of his opinion, uh, and it's, it's beautiful. Uh, it says, no union is more profound than marriage, for it is, for it embodies the highest ideals of love, fidelity, devotion, sacrifice, and family. In forming a marital union, two people become something greater than once they were. As some of the petitioners in these cases demonstrate, marriage embodies a love that may endure even past death. It would misunderstand these men and women to say they disrespect the idea of marriage. Their plea is that they do respect it, respect it so deeply that they seek to find its fulfillment for themselves. 
Their hope is not to be condemned to live in loneliness, excluded from one of civilization's oldest institutions. They ask for equal dignity in the eyes of the law. The Constitution grants them that right. The judgment of the Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit is reversed. It is so ordered. Which is awesome. And thus it came to pass. That's, I, I, I just like the part where he's basically saying, goes, you know, they believe in this union so much they're fighting for it. Right. Yeah, they're not seeking to corrupt it. No, they want they it for wa- themselves. Yeah. They're, they, I mean, they have had a long fight. That's the difference between gay people seeking the right to marry the people they love and those who seek to deny them that right. Yeah. Is that, is that those who seek to deny them that right are saying that gay people will just fuck it up. No, you fucked it up quite. Gay people will just come in here and they'll redefine marriage and they're, they're going to fuck the whole thing up. And, and the gay community is saying, no, we understand what a beautiful institution it is. We want that for ourselves. We're not going to fuck it up. We're going to strengthen it through our love for, for one another. And a gay couple that has, that adopts a child is doing because they want to adopt a child. They want to have a child. They want a child to love and to raise. They're not having it out of wedlock or out of a convenience. It's oh, doing things so for the right much. reason. I want the, we got Limbaugh I talking know. about George Takei. We we can we can we can. I mean, we're at two hours and ten minutes right now. <sighs> the guy who set himself on fire, Gary Herbert, John. Oh, all the crazy things that the justices had said. I know. There, I mean, we could talk here for five hours. <laughs> yeah, easily. Jim Carrey being oh, yeah. fucking nuts about vaccinations. I do victory want, in Oklahoma. I do want to talk about this victory okay. in Oklahoma. This we can we can make this the last thing, Mister Mister Time Lord. I'm sorry. I try to keep us you're, on a consistent no, time you're, frame. You're good. You're good. I won't. I don't even get to talk ah, about jiggery pokery. pokery. <laughs> ah. Damn it. Oh well. So, uh, in Oklahoma, the, the, uh, Satanic Temple had been waging its fight. Yes. Against the powers of Christianity. With their Baphomet. With, uh, so the, the state of Oklahoma had erected, I love that word erected, <laughs> because. They, they erected it twice. I, <laughs> they did because somebody <laughs> ran it over. Yeah. Um, Oh wait, no! It never. The second one never went up, did it? No, it did. Oh, did they it go did. Up? Yeah, okay. they did. They did replace it. Oh, that thing looks so awesome. <laughs> um. Anyway, the the state of Oklahoma recently suffered a crushing blow for all of those religious bigots who would seek to have only the Ten Commandments displayed on state grounds. When the when the Oklahoma State Supreme Court decided that the display of the Ten Commandments. On the Oklahoma uh, grounds, on the on the grounds of the, the Oklahoma state capital, was unconstitutional according to Oklahoma state constitution. Oh, wait, what 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 kind of government does they got going on in Oklahoma right now? Aren't uh, they like the Republican Party guys kind of got majority rule there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. so Republicans are even voting saying it's not right to have the Ten Commandments on your lawn. Well, they well, initially the, the Republicans wanted it there, but they, they were but the, they weren't bullied. They the were Supreme more... Court of of Oklahoma, who I would imagine has been appointed by Republican peoples. I, I thought it was a Republican justice that that voted it. There. Have have said mm, no? You guys are kind of breaking the law yeah. here. You're breaking the constitution of our fine state of Oklahoma's. I mean, 
Imagine how gaudy a front yard of a capital would be when every religion gets to put up a monument of their own. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, I would be love like a to sculpture see, yard. I'd love to see Russell's teapot there, <laughs> the invisible pink unicorn, though I'm not entirely sure what that would look like. Uh, I, I, I bet it would be a, a pink, some the, some footsteps and a pink turd. The f- <laughs> like, it's a unicorn. He pooped right there. The, the flying spaghetti monster. Uh... People who worship Yeti, the Raelians could have some kind of spacecraft I, erected there. I think it'd be funny to have Mohammed there too. The Scientologists could get fucking like B forty seven bombers or whatever <laughs> fucking planes were were supposed to have let out their souls uh, over volcanoes or whatever. You have a you could have a watchtower. The what? <laughs> yes, we could just a tower of watches. <laughs> <laughs> like a Festivus pole? <laughs> a Festivus pole would be awesome. All kinds of really fun uh, stuff, right? It would uh, be like a little museum of sculptures. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the Satanic Temple is now wondering what to do with their one-ton bronze statue of Baphomet they had erected or had created in order to be placed on Oklahoma, Texas. Okay. I'm I'm thinking Alabama. Alabama? Fuck Roy Moore. Hey, no, fuck Alabama and Texas. Utah. Fuck. You, well, Utah has been pretty good about I just Alabama. wanted Doug Mesner to come here with his Baphomet statue <laughs> to meet him. I'd love to have Doug come out here. That would be great. He could stay out here. We'd, we'd go hit some bars. That'd be fantastic. Um, but the Satanic Temple would like to know if anyone is interested in a nearly nine-foot bronzed statue of a goat-headed god. The Baphomet Monument, which the temple says weighs about a ton and is scul- and is a sculptural masterpiece, was originally constructed to sit alongside the Ten Commandments Monument at the Oklahoma State Capitol's grounds. But on Tuesday, the Oklahoma State or the Oklahoma Supreme Court ruled that the Ten Commandments must come down, meaning that the Satanic Temple's Baphomet will need a new home. According to Satanic Temple spokesman Doug Mesner, aka Lucian Greaves, or Lucian. I always say Lucian. Lucian. Yeah, but it's Lucian. Lucian grieves. The temple agrees with the court's decision. And we'll have to get Doug on here sometime again because he's got such a great voice for, for reading this kind of stuff. But yeah. it says, uh, the entire point of our effort was to offer a monument that would complement and contrast the Ten Commandments, reaffirming that we live in a nation that respects plurality, a nation that refuses to allow a single viewpoint to co-opt the power and authority of government institutions. Mesner said in an email, Given the court's ruling, TST no longer has any interest in pursuing placement of the Baphomet Monument on Oklahoma's Capitol grounds. The Satanic Temple first proposed its monument in 2003, or er, in 2013, a year after the privately funded Ten Commandments statue was erected on the Capitol grounds, with the approval of the state's legislature. At the time, the temple promised a, quote, public-friendly design, end quote, for its intended monument, one that would become, or one that could become an object of play for young children. The finished statue is set to debut later this month at an unveiling party in Michigan. Man, I wish I could go to that. Let's just go. That'd be great. You can get tickets to Detroit for cheap because no one wants to go there. Because nobody wants to go to fucking Detroit. They, there is a really neat airport in Detroit, though. Oh, yeah? It's like, it, uh, it's a very trippy tunnel you go through to go between the Concords. It, it's like a giant LCD screen that's in a tunnel. Oh. It's just changing colors and moving around you and stuff. It's no, I wasn't Ooh. doing drugs when I walked through it. But if you were on drugs, it you sounds might like not something from leave. Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> um, the temple will go ahead with the unveiling party, whether the statue has a new home or not. 
Quote, the unveiling, we feel, should now also be a celebration of victory in Oklahoma, Misner said. As for where the statue might end up next week, Mesner says that, quote, Arkansas is looking rather appealing, <laughs> end quote. Earlier this year, the Arkansas legislature approved a privately funded monument of the Ten Commandments for the state's capital grounds. Quote, there are plenty of areas in the United States crying out for a counterbalance to existing graven tributes to archaic Abrahamic barbarism, Mesner added. I just dug as, uh, dug as a wordsmith. Yeah. Uh, monuments like the one in Oklahoma and the one proposed for Arkansas can legally, legally, can be legally complicated. In 2005, the U.S. Supreme Court determined that a Ten Commandments monument at the Texas state capitol was constitutional, writing that, quote, a reasonable observer, mindful of history, purpose, and context, would not conclude that this passive monument conveyed the message that the state endorsed religion, which is bullshit. Uh, that was one of the things that was argued here in Utah um, when they had to take down the the crosses the crosses alongside the mm-hmm. alongside the highway uh but in Oklahoma the state's high court rejected an argument that the monument served a historical purpose the state constitution prohibits the use of public lands or funds to support a specific religion but if it's a historical religion <laughs> Aren't all religions historical? I, that that's is, why that I don't know, I don't know what the sense, historical right? significance is. Yeah. I think it's yeah, that's crazy. Didn't happen here. No history here with that uh, uh, that, that, that bullshit. <laughs> uh, quote: The Ten Commandments are obviously religious in nature and are an, are an are an integral part of the Jewish and Christian faiths. The court decision reads because the monument at issue operates for the use, benefit, or support of a sect or system of religion, it violates Article 2, Section 5 of the the Oklahoma Constitution, and is enjoined and shall be removed. And so it came to pass. Can I have Baphomet on my front lawn? I would love to fucking have that thing in my yard, man. (laughs) It would probably violate some sort of city ordinance. That would be so awesome. (laughs) No, you could put it on your private property. I'm well, sure. I would have to remove the trees in my front yard because <laughs> you know it would go awesome in my front yard. Seriously, you have a bigger front yard than I do. Seriously, wouldn't that look fucking fantastic right in the middle? Of I the- I say we build a pedestal in your the cul de sac. Yeah, and right in the middle have bathmint like put them on like a uh, eight just foot in high middle, in the middle of the cul de sac. Oh, in the middle of the not cul-de-sac. even in my yard, just in the middle of the cul de sac. In the middle of the cul de sac, have him. 20 feet up in the air so you can see him his whole thing like above houses as you're coming on the road like what's that like oh shit what is it that's a bronze statue of Baphomet yeah, it's, it's, it's a goat headed god with pretty little even. kids around him let's, let's go let's go sit on his lap hon maybe we wandered down the wrong road let's turn around you can put a Santa Claus hat on him in winter time and have kids come up on his last lap and ask, tell Santa <laughs> what they want for Christmas put Christmas lights on it that'd be great oh uh, so, I guess you're gonna make me close all this stuff down now. Yeah, it is, it is, it is that time. Although we do have one special thing I wanted to have played here at the end of the show for going out. Yes. Our, our good friend, Mr. Mark Lawrence, gave a wonderful speech at the rally on Friday. So I thought, you know what? Let's, let's take it and I'll make it into a quick little sound. No, we'll make it into a sound bite. Not a sound bite, the whole speech. The whole to speech? The whole speech. Awesome. I'm, whole I'm, speeches. I'm so glad you did that because I wasn't able to make yep. it. And uh, I said we'll play it at the end of our show after we get done talking about these issues because I figured it would be something perfect for it. Fantastic. I love Mark Lawrence. Yep. He's such a good guy. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. 
listen to what Mr. Mark Lawrence of Restore Our Humanity had to say at the recent celebration of the Supreme Court's decision on marriage equality. Okay, first up, we have the brave and dedicated Mark Lawrence representing Restore Our Humanity. Give it up for Mark. Hi, so here we are again, huh? Thanks, Mom. <laughs> we love so today you we're celebrating the conclusion of just one of the many battles that we have met head-on with resolution and with pride. A battle that rose up from a millennia of injustice. As a result of this battle, we have reestablished our community, we have strengthened all families, and the United States has moved closer to greatness by committing this nation to equality and fairness. Indeed, we have won a long, hard battle, but the war is not over. We have more struggles on the horizon, but for now, just for today, let us step back, take a deep breath, and celebrate this beautiful moment that will go down in history as one of the greatest civil rights battles and one of the greatest victories of our lifetimes. We are experiencing history today. And on behalf of our communities, our precious families, our kids, and our future generations, I want to thank the United States Supreme Court for finally delivering some justice, some dignity, and humanity to all of our lives. I have said this many times in the past, and I'm going to keep saying it. Please stop and consider those who worked so tirelessly for this who did not get to see this day those who have left before us. As long as we keep it in our hearts and in our minds, they live on through us and they share this incredible moment. You young people, learn our history. You must never forget what it took to get us here today. On behalf of my organization, Sarah, Kate, Karen, and those who cannot be with us, Matt, Bob, everybody, restore our humanity. We would like to say that it has been an honor and a privilege to place just a small part, a small role in this event. I also want to acknowledge all of our leaders in, our, in the community and the organizations that brought us all together and worked so hard to make Utah the greatest place to be in this extraordinary and this amazing time. Equality Utah, the ACLU, Utah Pride Center, Marriage Equality USA, PFLAG, Atheists of Utah, and all of our friends in the faith-based community. You are the absolute proof that embracing and celebrating diversity instead of hiding from it brings us closer to humanity and it makes us more an enlightened and a civilized nation. To all of our families and friends who have supported us and brought us this day, thank you. And most of all, incredible and cherished straight allies. I don't have the words to express what I feel. We are here because of your unwavering support. Your love gave us strength. Your commitment gave us power. Your guidance gave us the heart and the resolve to take on this battle. And this is every bit your victory as well. 
We are facing some more tests, some more battles. We must continue to give voice to our transgender brothers and sisters who still face extraordinary challenges Bisexual brothers and sisters who have been left behind and still stand in the shadows of disregard and insensitivity. Our beautiful, gender non-conforming brothers and sisters must be heard and they deserve a voice. The international anti-gay machine grows stronger every day and even here in Utah. But now we know how to face those battles and we know how to win. We do this by showing the world who we really are. We came out of the shadows, out of the closets, and stood in front of our communities and said, we are here, we deserve, we are not evil, we are not immoral, we are not counterfeit, and we are not going to be the target of your hate and ignorance. So today we celebrate, and now we must show those who oppose us and oppose our families and oppose our love that they are wrong. We are not going to dismantle their churches and temples. We're going to redecorate them. Damn things are hideous. We are not going to tear apart your families. We are going to strengthen your families because equality and fairness strengthens all families. And we are not going to cause 900,000 abortions. Everybody knows that our cutoff on that is 872,000 abortions. We're not going to go past that. We are going to continue to be like everyone else. We're going to raise our families. We're going to pay our taxes. We're going to contribute to our communities. And we are going to continue to be fabulous. So we won this battle. It would probably not be good to stand here and gloat. We should take the high road and try to consider the feelings of those who oppose us. But what the hell? To hell with the high road. Let's gloat. We deserve this.